106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. That's what Americans do now. They're always willing to trade away a little of their freedom in exchange for the feeling, the illusion of security. What we have now is a completely neurotic population obsessed with security and safety and crime and drugs and cleanliness and hygiene and germs. There's another thing, germs. Where did this sudden fear of germs come from? in this country. Have you noticed this? The media constantly running stories about all the latest infections, salmonella, E. coli, hantavirus, bird flu, and, and Americans are, they panic easily, so now everybody's running around scrubbing this and spraying that and overcooking their food and repeatedly washing their hands, trying to avoid all contact with germs. It's ridiculous and it goes to ridiculous lengths in prisons. Before they give you a lethal injection, they swab your arm with alcohol. <laughs> It's true. It's true. It's true. Well, well, they don't want you to get an infection. And you can see their point. Wouldn't want some guy to go to hell and be sick. It would take a lot of the sportsmanship out of the whole execution. Fear of germs. Why these? F Besides, what do you think you have an immune system for? It's for killing germs. But it needs practice. It needs germs to practice on. So, so listen. So listen. If you kill all the germs around you and live a completely sterile life, then when germs do come along, you're not going to be prepared. And never mind ordinary germs. What are you going to do when some super virus comes along that turns your vital organs into liquid shit? I'll tell you what you're going to do. You're going to get sick, you're going to die, and you're going to deserve it because you're fucking weak and you got a fucking weak immune system. Now, hey, God damn it. Hey. All right. Let me tell you a true story about immunization, okay? When I was a little boy in New York City in the 1940s, we swam in the Hudson River, and it was filled with raw sewage, okay? We swam in raw sewage, you know, to cool off. And at that time, the big fear was polio. Thousands of kids died from polio every year. But you know something? In my neighborhood, no one ever got polio. No one ever. You know why? Because we swam in raw sewage. It strengthened our immune systems. The polio never had a prayer. We were tempered in raw shit. So. And you know something, in spite of all that so-called risky behavior, I never get infections. I don't get them. I don't get colds, I don't get flu, I don't get headaches, I don't get upset stomachs. And I, you know why? Because I got a good, strong immune system and it gets a lot of practice. Tonight, this is Lou Benninger, and you're listening to No Hostages Radio, and uh, I'm just here to welcome you. I'm doing a late-night show. We just had a trauma intervention program dinner tonight, our annual dinner, to thank 
all the hard work that people have done over the last 12 months serving the most uh, traumatized people in the Yuba Sutter counties of Northern California. So way to go tip people. We had a great dinner and uh, provided by Cinco de Mayo, which is a great uh, Mexican restaurant run by the Coronado family uh, on Oliverst Avenue in Oliverst, California. It's not an incorporated city. It's an area, but it's south of Marysville. So if you're ever on Oliver Stav, you can just get off Highway 70 on Oliver Stav, and you can go to <clears throat> Cinco de Mayo. And the reason we like to do business with them is they're a small business. They're a family-owned business. One of their children, Carolina Coronado, uh, was a TIP volunteer for many years through her schools, school-age time, high school and college. And now she's running the restaurant out there once she graduated from college. So uh, I wanted to use her because she makes great food, great Mexican food. And uh, all these small businesses need a boost. And so we, you, you may wonder, well, where did you meet? Yeah, we met. And we had a, just a normal big dinner with 50 people. And uh, we ignored all the rules that are ridiculous, that coming from Sacramento, the totalitarian regime down there with Mussolini. And uh, we are ignoring that, and we had a great dinner, had a great time, hugged, kissed, you know, shook hands, the whole works. And, uh, and we're just living normal American life out there. We're at, we were out at the Embassy of Heaven, which is uh, off uh, Highway 99 at Eager Road, <clears throat> where life is normal. Uh, we couldn't meet anywhere else because they got everything all goofed up. So, uh, But thanks to the uh, Cinco de Mayo people, they had great food. Thanks to all the tip people who set up, tore down, participated. Thanks to Church of Glad Tidings at the Embassy of Heaven campus who allowed us to use their facility, beautiful facility. So uh, I'm now doing this show and feeling really good about it. It's uh, quiet outside, no dogs barking, nobody screaming, no tweakers, heroin, people shooting heroin next door, they're quiet. And we're going to do this show and we'll do the best we can. So thank you for listening. You can reach me at uh, No Hostages Radio. Dot com. That's a website. If you came on through a uh, podcast site, if you want to see where all our stuff's coming from, you can go to nohostagesradio.com, and you can see a lot of articles there I'm writing about <clears throat> national and local uh, issues. They, they show up in the Territorial Dispatch, which is a local weekly paper, and occasionally a few other papers up and down uh, Northern California. But... Uh, also, all the podcasts from the past are there, but you may have just stumbled across this, you know, plugging in No Hostages Radio into your podcast, and it, it came up. It should come up. So No Hostages Radio is the name of the podcast. If you want to email me, it's lou, L-O-U, at nohostagesradio.com, okay? lou at nohostagesradio.com. If you want to dial me up, have at it, 530 713 one eight three eight or you can text me. People say, Why do you give out your number? And I said, It's all right, all the criminals in town have it because I do some work in the Yuba County Jail and 
I just don't go talk at people. Uh, we mix it up. So they get my phone number. Uh, all right. I want to begin tonight. By the way, thanks for listening. I know uh, different ones are stumbling across us, passing the uh, the podcast on to others, letting them know what's going on over here. So that's good. And uh, give give a shout out to all those people in the other states that they've moved from here, but they still stay connected to us over here. A lot of them still have friends in the area, and they're staying somewhat connected. So I noticed that um, people are complaining down in Texas that uh, there's already uh, legislation being brought up to remove the castle doctrine, you know, men's houses or women's houses or castle and they're freaking out this is happening in texas the reason it's happening in texas is people are leaving these blue states like california and uh they're moving on down to these other states like idaho uh, texas that normally were pretty red states but they're being taken over so uh what i've told people is wherever you go there you are and there they are. So you're going to have to stand up for your rights. You're not going to just be able to coast like everybody's wanting to do. Coast, not be involved, hope everything turns out, and do the same thing you did in California, and then think you're going to go down to Missouri or think you're going to go to uh, Washington or anywhere and just uh, think you're going to skate by. Nobody's skating by. Nobody's going to get by on this. We're either going to stand up, fight, and we're going to win, or we're going to, we're going to let uh, we may stand up, fight, and lose, but either lose or win, I I am not going to go down easy. I'm going to take some people with me. And so if you're the person that just, well, you know, um, whatever will, case or off or all, whatever will be, will be, uh, I can guarantee you what's going to happen in your community because this is going to be lost community by community. Now, people come up here from the Bay Area. We're up in Northern California, north of Sacramento, and they're shocked at, uh, that a lot of people don't wear any masks up here. And they're shocked about they don't pay any attention to those X's on the floors and none of, none of this baloney. And they're starting their own uh, schools in their own homes. And they've left that social distancing nonsense behind. And they're gathering as groups, even 50, 100, 200. Screw Newsom. Uh, you know, he's a, he's a piece of crap is what he is. And actually, I, I would rather say a lot worse. Uh, what I feel inside is a lot a lot more uh, intense than that. But I'll just leave it at that for the moment. So <clears throat> let me just read this to you since I have it right here in front of me. Then I want to talk about recall and Newsom. I may have read something like this before, but uh, I think it's good. So this guy writes, or this lady writes, I'm not sure whom, always amazed by the number of sheeple that are out there. I didn't write this, but goodness, it's scary. It's not about masks. Open your mind to the possibility. In four months, the U.S. transformed into an obedient socialist society, government dictated what events are acceptable to attend. Violent protests that instill fear are okay, but church services, family funerals, and patriotic celebrations are dangerous. And you brought it without, you bought it without a fight. Standing in a graduation line in a safety is a safety hazard. Small businesses were forced to close, but crowds to support the corporate money machine at Walmart. 
Lowe's, Home Depot are fine? Come on. It's just a mask. And safety precautions? How about a little hush money? Here's $2,400 that we stole out of your paycheck in the first place. Enjoy, but something with it. Buy something with it from the big corporation. Cash is dirty. We can't give change anymore. There's a, there's a coin shortage. Use your card. In four months, they convinced you to use a traceable card for everything. In less than four months, government closed public schools then restructured education under the guise of public safety. In less than four months, our government demonstrated how easily people assimilate to guidelines that have no scientific premise and what whatsoever when you are fearful. In less than four months, our government successfully instilled fear in a majority of the population in America that allows them to control every aspect of your life, including what you eat, where you go, and who you see. And the most dangerous and terrifying part, people are not afraid of the government who refer remove their freedom. They're afraid of their neighbors, their friends, and their family. And they hate those that will not comply. It's absolutely terrifying to me that so many people don't question authority. They are willing to surrender their critical thinking skills and independence. They just gave up without thinking, without even a fight. Do you know what's coming next? It's just a vaccine. Come on. It's for the greater good. Wait until you're told that you you can't enter a store or a business without proof of the COVID-19 vaccine. Wait until you can't go to public events or get on a plane without proof of receiving the vaccine. To everyone that doesn't believe this is possible, do you understand that government successfully dictated to people when they were allowed to be outside their homes where they were allowed to go and how their people would be educated in less than four months. And then a majority of the population followed blindly because they were told to do just that. You're kidding yourself if you think this behavior won't be repeated with a vaccine or whatever their next step is. Six million Jews were exterminated in Germany because 97% of the population cowered to population control. Nobody wanted to think about it. It's easier just to ignore the whole thing. But that couldn't happen here, right? Don't be a sheep. Give up your freedom. I want to congratulate the the global totalitarians and all their compadres, even down to our board of supervisors. Way to go. You kicked our butt. You did. You cleaned our clock, man. You cleaned our clock. You just got almost total, total sacrifice and compliance. You did it. Supervisors sit there, collect, smile, slap each other on the back, collect $90,000, $70,000, $60,000. Collect your salary off your big businesses that were considered essential and let your fellow uh person who voted you into office just get screwed get raped you just let them get raped by by the government and just made excuses all along the way i saw the other day we're trying to get a confirmation on this you know it's interesting how difficult it is to get information out of government they're supposed to be totally transparent it's supposed to be our government not their government it's supposed to be our government 
I saw somebody wrote something on the internet, sent it around, that Dr. Fong Lu, who at one time, the job of a health officer was considered full-time in each county. But then Eubin Sutter County decided to share an officer. And I heard the other day that she may be getting $44,000 a month. Let me say that again. That's four four with three zeros on the end for you and Oliver and Linda. $44,000 in a month. Many people in Yuba County make that for the whole year. But she's a doctor. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But $44,000 a month. And also, she may be getting paid from a third county called Butte County, where she's done about 1,000 to 2,000 hours work up there. So you'd think, now, how if she's working up there and here and there, how can she work over the other places at the same time? Well, what if 50 of the 58 counties all hired Dr. Lou? Would she get 44000 Would she get Would she get a million? Would she get a million dollars a year? It is, you know, we, th- we think Bernie Madoff. Remember Bernie Madoff? The guy who scammed people out of their old people out of their entire retirements. Said he was investing it, but really wasn't investing it. Remember Charles Ponzi? The Ponzi, the Ponzi scheme was named after him. I don't have time to describe how the Ponzi scheme and Madoff scheme works. You have been punked, and you are being punked by a totalitarian globalist agenda. It doesn't matter whether you don't know how it's happening or what's going on. You know, uh, you have been punked, and it's just like Madoff punked. I, in fact, I met a lady who worked actually for Trauma Intervention Program nationally. And she was one of the New Yorkers that was to- lost her entire inheritance to Bernie Madoff. And you know something? She didn't do it because she was suspicious. She actually knew Madoff personally. She she didn't she wasn't riddled with suspicion. She was she was laden with trust, right? How could the government be ripping us off? How could the government be deceiving us, people in the government, the deep state? Well, they're doing it. One of the big difficulties that many people that I talk to are having is they're trying to make sense of what's going on. Like, how come one day they're adding some kids to school and the next day they're telling them to stay home because all of a sudden COVID took a hot jump? It's kind of like managing everybody's sniffles. Oh, we got a, a big spike in sniffles today. So we got to keep all the kids home, lock them down. It's nonsense. You can't make sense of nonsense. When you try to make sense of, of uh, you know, our lives make, make sense to us because they're logical. And, and the more logical they are and routine, the more, compl- more comfortable and competent we feel. So when we kind of can predict what's going to happen the next day and how it's going to all shake down and and we feel competent, like, oh, we got our trip together. The car starts, the lights turn on, the water turns on, the school's functioning, the the lights are functioning going down the road. 
you know, everybody's doing the routine. Everybody, you can see all the common things. But when things are constantly disrupted and constantly disrupted, it's not like there's a chain want change once a month, but constantly disrupted. One day you have to wear a mask. The next day you don't have to wear a mask. One day they say social distancing. The next day you say, well, social distancing doesn't really make any difference. And then all these different perspectives from deals from the government. And then one day they say, oh, we can't take your change anymore. What? Can't take what? We ran out. We ran out of change. Who ran out of change? You ran out of change. You quit making change. You bought that. You you bought that lie. There's just been one lie after another after another. I I was speaking to the Kiwanis Club of Yuba City this week about trauma intervention, and there was a handful of really nice people there that that were they they weren't meeting. They were all on Zoom, and so I noticed a guy there that used to I uh, won't mention his name because. Uh, no need to. He was a principal at Yuba City High School. Very nice guy. He's retired now. And I'm I'm assuming he has a master's or a doctorate, maybe. And and he was about as clueless as you could be about the whole uh, coronavirus. And and one of the guys, uh, I won't mention his name as well, but he had a very uh, a well-known job here in town. And he asked the principal where he got his information, and he said, oh, I love CNN. I would like to tell you that and make sure I emphasize this. If if you are watching any mainline news, I, I have very little hope that you're going to sort this out and you're going to be a big-time victim in this whole shakedown. It's not going to end anytime soon. I had a gal, guy in a... Uh, confront me in a in, over by the government center because he we were having a little demonstration i may have mentioned this last week and he said you know you don't wear a mask or anything i said oh well when i said when are you going to take your mask off ever and i he i said you're going to take it off when covid is over he said yeah I, I said no you're not he said yes i will i said i doubt it uh they're going to tell you you can't take that mask off if you want to go around and be around town and he said, oh, I'll take, I'm taking it off. I said, well, the day you take it off, dude, is the day you'll get your freedom. And so at this point, it's just like the founding fathers. They decided one day, they, they put all the chips on the table in the center. They said, we're all in. We're all in. We didn't hold anything back. That means our, our, our reputation, our fortune, our lives, everything. And they threw down against the strongest government in the world, the British government. That's what's coming right now. And if you somehow think I'm talking crazy, I don't have any hope for you. I, I, you know, a lot of these talk show guys, they'll start by saying, well, I'm sorry. I'm not sorry at all. I never feel sorry. I'm not sorry for you. I'm just saying you're in a bad way, and I probably can't help you. That's why. But I'm, I'm trying to talk to people that um, – they get it. They're getting some of it, and they need to be brought along and just informed, right? Because they need to have information to make good decisions. Good information, good decisions. Most people are being fed so much baloney, and it's changing hour by hour to to the to to get to a place where you're constantly um, confused, and that's what we call psychological torture. Psychological torture. So. Uh, I saw this. I got a kick out of it. It said, don't worry about kids peeing in the pool. They have bathing suits on. In other words, if they pee, they, the pee will not 
get through the bathing suit. And you say, well, that's ridiculous because I've peed and I peed right through my clothes. It's doing an analogy to your stupid mask. Don't worry about kids peeing in the pool. They have bathing suits on. And the guy says, how does that even work? He says, it works just like your mask does. We're going to take a break. We got six sessions to do. We just finished one. We have some clips to play uh, if you're new to this. So enjoy them. I, I picked them out just for you. And, uh, of course, I enjoyed them first, and now that's why you're getting it. We'll be right back. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. Uh, Governor Newsom made a groundbreaking discovery regarding COVID-19 last week. Apparently, it has learned to tell time. Thus, acting under the strictest of scientific standards, he's ordered Californians to run home before 10 p.m., lock their doors, and hide from this insidious virus until daybreak. Unfortunately, COVID doesn't seem to be following the curfew, So Newsom is now threatening yet another hard lockdown of virtually the entire state throughout the Christmas season. Don we now our plague apparel. There's just one nagging question the governor hasn't bothered to answer. If these lockdowns are so successful, why do we need to keep having them? Now, we're told not to worry. We're cheerfully assured that the jobs that are being destroyed are non-essential. That's their term, non-essential. Well, I have news for these self-absorbed elitists. If a job is putting food on your table and a roof over your head, that job is essential for you and the family that depends upon you. Last spring, I asked Anthony Fauci if he'd taken into account the human cost of these lockdowns, the suicides, the drug and alcohol abuse, the domestic violence, the deferred health screenings and treatments, and the poverty-related deaths that his policies were setting into motion. No, we really haven't considered that, he breezily replied. Don't know, don't care. But before Fauci and his followers took a wrecking ball to our nation, Poverty had dropped to its lowest rate since 1959. Unemployment was the lowest in 50 years. The income gap was narrowing. Wages showed their strongest growth in 40 years. How many millions of these jobs have now been wantonly destroyed by autocratic officials who seem oblivious to the damage that they are causing? Now, according to the CDC's best estimate, those under 50 have a 99.98% chance of recovering from COVID, if they get it at all. 99.98%. And 40% who get it don't even know they have it. Even for the most vulnerable group, over 70, the survival rate is 94.6%. Now, Sweden did not force its businesses to close. Sweden didn't shut down its schools and abandon its children to the streets. Sweden didn't even adopt a mask mandate. Sweden did what free societies do. They gave the best advice they could, and they trusted their citizens to use their own good judgment of what measures made sense to them. The result? 
Well, as of this morning, Sweden's mortality rate from COVID is 154 deaths per million below that of the United States. If we had Sweden's rate, that would mean over 50,000 fewer American deaths from COVID. Meanwhile, Sweden has sustained a fraction of the economic damage that our lockdown leftists have inflicted on innocent Americans. Globally, the United Nations warns that 130 million people will starve to death around the world because of the economic damage caused by these measures. Mr. Speaker, this has to stop. The good news is that more and more Americans are questioning the lunacy of these policies and the hypocrisy of those who impose them. Newsom's uh, curfew order was, was met with spontaneous, defiant demonstrations across the state. Elected sheriffs are increasingly refusing to enforce these autocratic orders. Pastors are reopening their churches. Businesses are reopening even as their owners are taken away in handcuffs. All mass hysterias are driven by blind fear, fanned by politicians and charlatans who see opportunity in them. And we have sadly learned that such fear can cause a free people to abandon their legacy of freedom and independence, their prosperity, and their common sense. But only for a while. Every time in history that this has happened, there's always a moment when the fear fever breaks and the hysteria suddenly burns itself out. The French Revolution, the Salem witch trials, the communist hysteria of the 1950s, all had a moment when the absurdity of it all became so apparent that it overcame the fear and the people turned on their tormentors. Now, I don't know if the recent wave of business and religious persecutions, the unlimited home detention orders, and, and the demonstrated hypocrisy of those who have ordered them signals that moment. But every shopkeeper who defies these petty tyrants, every parent who confronts their school officials, every person who refuses to submit to the dysfunctional, dystopian world created by the lockdown left brings us one step closer to that turning point. It can't come soon enough. I yield back. Welcome back, and uh, I want to do a couple of quotes here to start off. Mark Twain, who ran around this part of the country for a while and is one of our most uh, heralded writers in America, he wrote, It's easier to fool people than to convince them that they've been fooled. I want you to think about that. It got me to thinking. I thought, oh, Mark Twain, how insightful, because right now it says it's easier to fool people than to convince them that they have been fooled. And I told someone the other day, I got a text and she was asking me about, oh, what about this article? I heard you wrote an article about this and talking about the psychological warfare and manipulation that the government is using against us. The big, I'm talking about, when I talk about, I'm not talking about Donald Trump. I'm talking about the deep state that's all compliant and trying to make this a communist state. 
as I mentioned what was going on, I said I really didn't write an article. I just mentioned what they were doing in an article. I didn't write a whole article about this one to- topic, but it was about what Mark Twain just said. It's easier to fool people than to convince them that they have been fooled. This government has this over this. There's an overtaking of the United States going on as you live, breathe and have your hamburgers. It's happening right now. And I don't know how it's going to turn out. I've been praying about it, but that's about all I can do until it comes to my street. And then I can then I can actually do something. In the meantime, we're doing some stuff here and there around this area. Let me read something to you. This is called the American Creed. The American's Creed, it says. Now, this once upon a time was taught in colleges and high schools. But this is about as far away from the consciousness of the American college graduate as you can get. They don't believe this at all. And I feel really sad for them. This says, I do not choose to be a common man. It is my right to be uncommon. I seek opportunity to develop develop whatever talents God gave me. Not security. I do not wish to be a kept citizen humbled and dulled by having the state look after me. I want to take the calculated risk to dream and to build, to fall or to excuse, excuse me, to fail and to succeed. I refuse to barter incentive for a dole. I prefer the challenges of life to the guaranteed existence, the thrill of, of fulfillment to the stale calm of utopia. I will not trade freedom for beneficence, nor my dignity for a handout. I will never cower before any earthly master, nor bend to any threat. It is my heritage to stand erect, proud, and unafraid. To think and to act myself. Enjoy the benefit of my creations, and to face the world boldly and say, this, with God's help, I have done. And this, this is what it means to be an American. You got that? I want to tell you about a conference really quickly that it actually, we, it isn't totally formalized yet, but it's being worked on. And it's going to be a conference. We did a conference at the Church of Glad Tidings. It was a free in the middle of the week conference during the day. We actually, you can see it on the Church of Glad Tidings website, churchofgladtidings.com, and it was a constitutional law conference. You can watch it all online, free of charge, no problem. And uh, we we let our facilities be used by the constitutional law group, and they brought people by live stream, Zoom, video, live, all things from ten in the morning to six thirty at night. It was unbelievably good. We served lunch there, so we got to know one another, and uh, they had people from the medical field talking about vaccines and COVID. We had people from uh, the uh, research field talking about COVID. We had people from the legal field that's suing states over this, uh, the violation of our constitutional rights, like attorneys suing the state of Ohio, for instance. We had uh, constitutional experts, one couple that was in their 80s, that that are suing politicians for violating the Constitution. 
not defending the Constitution. It was an amazing conference. So we're going to do a conference similar to that, but longer. It's not going to be a one-day event. It's going to be at Glad Tidings. It's going to be, the, I believe, the 15th of January. You might want to just jot this down as a note somewhere, and I'll give you more details later. The speakers are being lined up. So January 15th at night, in the evening, the Friday night, we'll have a couple hours of speakers. Then the 16th all day, serving lunch, and there'll be a small fee for the lunch if you want to eat lunch with us. It'll be about a 90-minute lunch on the 16th, and then we'll go into the evening. And then um, there'll be a a morning, and then there'll be a morning and, and uh, a speaker as well. But the main conference of the multitude of speakers will be Friday night and Saturday, finishing off with a Saturday evening speaker, and then that speaker may carry over a different speaker on Sunday. So 14th, 15th, and 16th of January. I don't believe there's going to be a fee for this conference, and it's going to cover the entire gamut of everything uh, to resist what is going on, the overtaking of our rights, the loss of our property rights, the the education issues, uh, medical issues, uh, economic issues, our business rights. And uh, I just heard this week that uh, the uh, Gavin Newsom and Xavier Becerra are suing Randy Mitchell at the Uppercuts Barbershop because he refused to close. And he also told them that he no longer is going to bend over and be licensed by them that he doesn't believe he needs to get a license to cut hair and be a barber so he is rejecting her license so they are taking him to court he started starts to court on the 23rd of this month and he had a, a series of uh, people coming and serving him packets of documents in suit after suit they're, they're piling on trying to intimidate him this the city of marysville already fi- filed a an action against him and the district attorney, Clint Curry, uh, threatened to cut his power and water off. Remember that when his, Clint Curry's election, if you think he's a true American, even though he served in the military at one time, uh, he is not. Uh, he, will, he will take you down. He will not go after a politician who violates the uh, Fair Political Practices uh, Acts, but he will go after a guy trying to support his three kids and himself as a single father, as well as the other barbers, and cut their power and water off. Think about that. Think about that. I want you to think about that. Don't just blow that off. Think about a human being that is in our small community that's willing to destroy the life of a guy trying to make trying to make a living while his government pension and his government money just flows uninterrupted. That is evil, people. I don't care where a guy goes to church. That sucker is evil as a DA. Now, what we have is a, we have an all out government onslaught that's coming against small business. And this conference, our hope is to equip, we're organizing to equip businesses to fight back and to equip kids and the parents that have their kids in school to fight back, get their kids out of school immediately. Listen, it isn't just distance learning is not only funky, man, it's destroying your kid's mind. And it's a waste of money. Get your kid out of school. Just say, I'm done, right? And out at Glad Tidings, there's a group of people that have organized themselves into what we call, what they're calling Arrow Education, A-R-R-O-W. 
arrow education is, is they're not forming a school. All they're going to do is they're, they're creating a coalition of parents that will work together to educate their kids. And so everybody had their curriculum at home and then they will work together on areas that they want to do together, like whether they want to have spiritual teaching, moral teaching, uh, whether they want to go on field trips together, they want to get together and, and uh, have some physical activities, have some, uh, you know, play ball, whatever, whatever, uh, get together. And they're going to do that at the offer in the campus at Glad Tidings for that. But we're going to bring in speakers to help equip people to educate their own children. So we're not going to leave you hanging. So the Church of Glad Tidings is, and I'm not just promoting that church. I'm just telling you what's going on because a lot of you are freaking out because I talk to you. You're freaking out. So I'm, it's not a time to freak out. Just freak out some, take some big breaths, and uh, knock down some strong black coffee or whatever you like to drink, and then just say, I can do this. I can do this. I'm a human being. God created me, and I can do this different. Just because we're going to do something different doesn't mean it's wrong or it's going to not work. It's going to work. Everything we're doing is going to be better than what the state can do. Name one thing in the state of California that the state does that you're proud of. I can't find a thing. You're going to do a better job at educating our kids. We're going to do a better job at helping our small business, small businesses. And we're going to rally together and we're going to fight for freedom. That's what we're going to do. Now, some of you aren't going to do that. That's okay. Did you, do you know that in the revolution of our United States against Great Britain, that a lot of people didn't participate? And there were traitors, and there were people that turned even the founding fathers in and got them assassinated. And uh, that's just the way this is. That's the way life is. So you have to decide what side you're on and then just focus on it. Just put your face right on on target and and join with people, like-minded people, for your education and for your economics, and maybe at some point for raising our own food and even selling our own food back and forth, right? Because if these stores get gnarly with us over the vaccine and you decide not to take the vaccine, then, uh, you know, you're going to need, you're going to need some help. So um, you're going to need to pay attention here. Okay. So, uh, all right. So that's the American's creed. What else did I have for you to have some great quotes here? If I haven't skipped over, I may have skipped over a couple of them. Okay, here we go. I'm back up. All right. It says, if every, this one guy wrote, if everything is under control, you're just not going fast enough. Showed a guy on a motorcycle spinning out. We need to take action. And I, I know some people have been, I've been getting a lot of emails. They're probably wondering, where is Lou? How come Lou's not responded to me? Like, we want to take action. I've been really busy this last few days, and uh, I'm going to be back with you. So, uh, it, you know, it's amazing how much insight the founding fathers have. They were just so much brighter than the average politician today. So <clears throat> Je Thomas Jefferson, who my friend Phil Enright who's who loves Thomas Jefferson and he's an Australian. He just got his visa cleared to to remain in the United States. And uh he's an interesting guy cuz he's married to a Chinese lady and she he's over in Australia trying to get back to the United States after getting a visa and she's trying to get back from China to the United States. Works for the state of California. So he loves Thomas Jefferson so in 
in uh, honor of my friend, my good friend Phil Enright, I'm going to read this. If the people, I want you to listen really closely. If the people let government decide what foods they eat and what medicines they take, their bodies will soon be in as sorry a state as are the souls of those who live under tyranny. You are living today under tyranny. The question of how bad the state of your soul is something you need to ask yourself. And it may be that you're not quite sure about your future, but you could sort out some decisions about the condition of your soul. Let me state this again. If the people let government decide what foods they eat and what medicines they take, their bodies will soon be in as sorry a state as are the souls of those who live under tyranny. These people are freedom lovers. John Adams said in 1776, Judges, therefore, should be always men of learning and experienced in the laws, of exemplary morals, great patience, calmness, coolness, and attention. Their minds should not be distracted with jarring interests. They should not be dependent upon any man or body of men. I want you to think about that, thinking about the judge who just, under incredible pressure, dropped the case against Michael Flynn after he was pardoned, though still considers him guilty. James Madison in 1787, these things, I just think about them over and over again and think about the state of mind of these founding fathers. They say James Madison had to borrow money to all you politicians who are collecting 50, 60, 70, 90,000 dollars a year at, and on top of your income that you're already making. And James Addison, Madison had to borrow money to get to the constitutional convention the story goes. He said, "Enlightened statesmen statesmen will not always be at the helm." I want you to think of some of the statesmen so-called at the helm of around our government, whether it's county, state, or federal. And think, would you ever consider them enlightened? Enlightened is much, it's another level above knowledgeable. Or a brainiac. It's, it's above that. It's enlightened. It is just not a person with a lot of information or knowledge. Enlightened statesmen will not always be at the helm. Have you seen some of the committee meetings with people blowing a gasket over this election and throwing a hissy fit and threatening people? That, how would they fit into that enlightened statement? You think that uh, any, can you mention anyone in the state government in our state, California, that you've met in the legislature of California that you would consider enlightened? I think enlightened is, a, is way above very bright it's kind of got revelation and all deep in in it and uh i want to get down there's a couple things i want to focus i think things i think time is of an essence right now and uh there's some things i want to make sure that i cover that you don't uh and then the other things will just have to pass. Every week I skip over some things. I think, oh, this will be good, and then I'll get into it. And I think, ah, this is more important here. So uh, 
I wrote a I wrote a uh, article about the great hoax uh, that uh, actually the term the greatest hoax ever perpetrated on an unsung public unsuspecting public that actually came from a fellow named Dr. Roger Hodkinson, uh, one of Canada's top pathologists and an expert in virology. <clears throat> That's who said that the greatest hoax ever perpetrated on an unsuspecting public Hodkinson stressed that the member all, all these tests. I had a discussion t- tonight at dinner with my friend, Richard Sanchez, who was talking about, they keep calling about COVID cases. What a COVID case. What is a COVID case? We got we got 150 new COVID cases. What are, What is that? Is that just a positive PCR test, they call it? And you're not sick at all? You just tested positive? Is that a COVID case? Or is a COVID case somebody that's really sick? Are you confused about that? And why don't they ever print the, the rate of death? Why don't they ever talk about all the other collateral deaths that the COVID focus is causing by not focusing on other things. Did you know that they, I didn't have time to look this guy's name up, but did you know that the fellow who actually invented the PCR test said, and I think it says it on YouTube, but I haven't pulled it up yet, that the test was never designed to diagnose anything. It was not a diagnostic tool that they're using it to diagnose COVID. The PCR test was to pull DNA, take DNA from people and check their DNA. Hodkinson stressed that the PCR test cannot diagnose infection and mass testing should therefore cease immediately. He also pointed out that societal that social distancing and universal mask wearing are useless measures. I'm reading some high points of this article. I'll touch on them again as I go through it. Michael Yaden, Ph.D., former vice president and chief scientific advisor of Pfizer and founder and CEO of the biotech company Ziarco, also uh, has also spoken out about how fraudulent PCR testing is because being used to manufacture the appearance of a pandemic. I'm telling you people, this is fraudulent what's happening in our country. It's a scam, it's a punk, it's a Ponzi scheme. The PCR tests are baloney. I've talked to doctors locally. They say, Lou, you can you can have coronavirus and have a negative PCR test. You can be healthy as a horse and have a positive PCR test. It's just, it's being, it's a tool of manipulation and to scare the hell out of people. I'll say it again. Michael Yaden, chief, not just some scientist, chief scientific advisor for Pfizer, P-F-I-Z-E-R. Look on your pills. Some of them have that name on them. And founder of CEO biotech company, Ziarco, Z-I-A-R-C-O. He said that they're fraudulent, fraudulent PCR testing used to manufacture the appearance of a pandemic that doesn't actually exist. He didn't say COVID didn't exist. He said it is not a pandemic. What, you know, how long, how long you been living? How many colds have you had? Do you know that the average cold, the, the term for that, the scientific term is Corona, coronavirus. 
It's long before Corona COVID-19 coronavirus was named. It, that's not a new name. It's been around in science books for years. And never, if you've seen people, oh, oh, what, oh, you don't feel good today? Oh, you have a cold. Oh, I'm sorry you have a cold, right? Get some rest, right? And all of a sudden, people sniffing and sneezing and coughing, they have a cold. We've never called that a pandemic. Why do we do that now? People say, oh, don't you care about all these people getting sick and getting dying? Mm, if they're my people, if they're close to me. But if they're just people I don't know, I see their obituary, I think, oh, that's sad. But if a guy lives to be 110 or 99 or 85, or even my age, almost 100, uh, I don't, I think, hey, we're all going to come to pass. Do it. I'm not, you know, I tell people all the time, I said, hey, uh, I'm trying to get as much wood on the ball every day right now as I can because every day is, a to me, a gift. And I may not be here tomorrow. Oh, Lou, don't talk that way. I'm not, I'm not like wanting to drop dead. I got plans. I got things I'm going to do. I'm just realistic. I'm a realist. And I noticed that a lot of people my age drop dead. They just drop dead for no reason. Just boom, it's over. And so this guy says, PCR, it's a total fraud. And it gives the appearance of a pandemic. And we have a doctor called Dr. Lou, L-U-U, Vietnamese woman. That I expect her to get paid some money for being the health official, but she is a liar and she is performing malpractice, manipulating people and causing people to be mentally traumatized and fearful. And she's trying to intimidate people in her own households. She went and posted medical information, ignoring the HIPAA laws, posted medical information on a, a friend of mine's house. And the woman did not was not sick with COVID. But she was for, trying to force her to stay quarantined. Now, that's violating federal law. That's violating all kinds of laws. That's Nazi stormtrooper type garbage. And, and so what happens? She posts that. You know what they do in Iraq? They told me my friend used to work with Muslims. They would put kind of a, a mark on the house. The Muslims would put a mark on the, they'd go and paint graffiti on the side of a Christian's home. And they would put, it was a, a Arabic uh, mark for N, an N, which would represent the Nazarene. These people follow the Nazarene, Jesus the Nazarene. And then they would mark that house and then they would persecute that house. When you hang a COVID sticker on somebody's door you are scaring the hell out of the whole neighborhood and those people will be shunned you see what i'm getting at this is exactly what goes on in communist countries they will highlight somebody in the village that is following jesus and they will the people will come and tear their house down if they're worship, worshiping uh, anim, animal spirits and stuff they will shun that family or the, the, the communists will come and expose them and mock them and shun them and shame them. That's what's going on with Dr. Liu. Trying to get people to go out and intimidate people. That's what that's what uh, Xavier uh, Becerra and uh, Gavin Newsom will come down and harass a barber and a series of barbers that are working out of that shop that are all supporting their family, working instead of being on. They would rather them stop their business and go on some kind of welfare.
because they have resisted their tyranny. This goes on to say others who have identified the COVID-19 pandemic as a global hoax of unprecedented proportions include a, a group of German lawyers who founded the German Corona Extra Parliamentary Inquiry Committee and are now laying the foundation for mass class action suits. I'm going to take a break here. I've lost track of my time, and I'll be right back. Back on the train. One West Texas doctor believes he's found a silver bullet for COVID-19. Richard Bartlett's been an emergency room doctor here in the basin for 28 years. The past three months, he's been treating high-risk COVID-19 patients like the elderly and those with heart disease and cancer. He's doing it with an inhaled steroid, a drug commonly used to treat asthma. News West 9, Sammy still caught up with the doctor this afternoon to find out more about that treatment. With little to no information on the new COVID-19 virus, doctors around the world and here in West Texas have been scrambling for ways to help patients beat the virus. One doctor in the basin thinks he's found something that can do just that. What I am using is a medicine called budesonide, an, an inhaled steroid that doesn't have the side effects of total body steroids but it has the benefits. Dr. Bartlett says COVID-19 starts in the respiratory system, but then triggers a severe inflammatory process called cytokine storms. That eventually leads to multi-organ failure and death. But the inhaled steroid helps to prevent that inflammation. Like using a fire extinguisher at the base of the fire, the source of the fire, putting out the whole uh, inflammatory uh, cytokine storm fire at the source. And I'm having patients recover so quick. Dr. Bartlett's COVID-19 patients get prescribed budesonide. They pour that liquid into their nebulizer, just like this one, turn it on, and then they breathe in this steroid twice a day. Dr. Bartlett says that his patients say after just one treatment, they were already feeling better. Uh, for five days, she was flat on her back with fever, couldn't get out of bed. And then with her first treatment, she was feeling better during the treatment and recovered over the weekend and returned to her job three days later on Monday. So far, Dr. Bartlett's seen a 100% success rate in the 12 COVID-19 patients he's seen, even his high-risk patients. Another patient of mine was someone who was very sick, had a 50-year history of smoking, four-vessel bypass surgery, high blood pressure, thyroid disease, and, and she felt better immediately, total recovery. This is a, a medicine that's been out for 25 years, used as a first-line first preventive medicine for asthma. But I've never seen it work so good for any other process like this. It's, a, it's like this medicine was made for this pandemic. Bartlett hopes other doctors begin to use this process to help their COVID-19 patients in order to prevent them from having to go to the ICU or be put on a ventilator. Reporting in Midland, I'm Sammy Steele, News West 9.
So it's pretty clear that nobody wants this vaccine unless you're a total nut job. So here is pretty much everyone's reasoning on why they don't want the vaccine. You're welcome, Bill Gates. Um, before I get it, I just need to ask, is it vegan friendly? Oh no, it, oh it's not? Okay, yeah, I can't, I can't do it. Uh, yeah, no thank you. I'll just wear my Chief of the Redneck shirt and drink out of my Liberal Tears cup and watch all y'all turn into zombies, okay? Thank you, cheers. You'll give me a stimulus check if I take the vaccine? How about this? I'll pay you whatever you were gonna pay me to take the vaccine just for you to shove it up your ass. I said, no, what? I got my three kids and we bounced out. Uh-uh, not today. <laughs> yeah, good luck sticking me with that. Only thing I shoot is coffee blacker than my AR-15's heart, so good luck. Do I want, no! No! What don't you get about it? Yeah, will it make people start giving us reparations for things that happened so long ago we can't even remember? It won't do that? You know what? That vaccine is racist then. Yeah, call the group up. We're gonna do a protest on this. This is BS. If the vaccine is not just a shot of Trump's blood, I don't want it. Thank you though, I appreciate it. I would even settle for Trump Jr.'s blood. Why are we here again? Oh, we're getting a shot today? Well, what are we doing? Are we doing, what, tequila or whiskey? Oh, an actual shot? No, thank you, that hurts. I'll take it if it makes everyone start thinking the way I do about defunding the police, even though it doesn't work. Excuse me, ex I'm talking, excuse me, excuse me. No, 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 no. Uh, yeah, if you don't take the vaccine, you won't get into heaven, but I personally am not gonna take it because it wasn't made by Catholics, so, yeah, don't. Don't look at me like that. Uh, yeah, that needle is way too small, okay? It needs to be about three inches wider, about nine inches longer, okay? Don't even, don't even bring that around me, okay? Uh, yeah, will it cause people to throw out Trump votes? Because then we don't even have to tell them to do it, they'll just do it naturally. It doesn't? Okay, yeah, forget it. Till now, till now, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, you guys have to take it, but I actually spent another $500 million on one just for myself, one that actually works. So I'm gonna be taking that one. Yeah, will it stop people from complaining about me putting them in virtual timeout on Facebook? No, it won't? Well, dang it, man! See, nobody wants to take it, so good luck trying to make us. You have a great day. We just keep moving on All around this world Finally, it says here, these are the highlights of this article I'm pulling from. It's just dynamite article. It said, included are suggestions for how you can resist and defend against the global power grab and, and be a part of the solution. So I'm going to go into this, spend quite a bit of time on it, because listen, people, we need to get it on. Um, I will say this. I don't know whether I talked about this last week, but I talked about it in my article in the Territorial Dispatch. Hodkinson says masks are utterly, I'm quoting him. He, he says masks are so ridiculous because, uh, he said there's no evidence base for their effectiveness whatsoever. See, this is why people argue. We're arguing over masks. We're arguing over, 
social distancing. This isn't, uh, there's nothing logical about it, people. I saw a picture, and I know this to be true. And I worked in the construction field for a number of years, maybe 10 years or so, and I worked in the paint contracting business. And a lot of times the guys would come in off off the uh, – or I'd be out at the job, and all the painters would have these the same N95 masks on. And they'd be spraying in the kitchen and spraying enamel, and they would come out, and it would, be, it would just be like fog in, in the kitchen, and they'd be coming out, and they'd pull their mask off to take a breath, and you could see the paint inside their nose. It, it went right through the mask, and it stopped some of it. it it's such <laughs> it, the fact that people just put some kind of fabric across their nose. It's just unbelievable. So there's no evidence base for their effectiveness whatsoever. Paper masks and fabric masks are simply virtue signaling. You know what I mean? It's like putting a little yellow ribbon on your shirt to hoping that some orphans are going to be released from some communist revolutionaries. They're not even worn effectively. Remember uh, Barack Obama's wife, Michelle, uh, put that hashtag and mentioned the name of that group that abducted 200 young girls or something. And so somehow that was going to, that's virtue signaling. Somehow that's going to change the world for these kids. They're, even, they're not even worn effectively most of the time, he says. It's utterly ridiculous. Seeing these unfortunate, uneducated people, I'm not, even, I'm not saying that in a pejorative sense. Seeing these people walking around like lemmings, obeying without any knowledge base to put that mask on their face. Nothing could be done to stop the spread of the virus besides protecting older, more vulnerable people. Now, he says... He also pointed out that social distancing is bizarre. He said that the aerosols, the tiny, tiny, minuscule droplets, when somebody sneezes or something, blows their nose and gets gets away from the Kleenex, travels 30 meters. If you've ever just Google it, it's 98 point something feet. Think about it, people. Will you think about it? It's crazy. So this, uh, I'm going to go into some more detail. This Pfizer, former science officer, uh, he says, I'm calling out the statistics and even the claim that there is ongoing pandemic. He said it's false. There is no pandemic. It's baloney. They will, well, why don't you call every time anybody gets sick a pandemic? There's a lot of people in the world. There's 7 billion people. So just 15 people aren't going to get sick at a time, nor are 15, 20 people going to die each day. There's a lot of people out there. He said, currently rising cases, meaning positive tests, are being used yet again as a justification to impose more severe restrictions, including lockdowns, mandatory mask wearing, uh, when in fact, Positive tests have nothing to do with the actual spread of illness. I heard a guy on this Zoom, the teacher, the principal at Yuba City High School said that a person could get, could get vaccine and then give, give uh, turn around and give coronavirus to somebody else. I thought, I didn't even want to say, I didn't say anything. I just thought, you know, I'm not going to get into this. It's going to get ugly and I haven't even spoken yet. But this other gentleman said, where did you get your information? And he said, CNN, everybody just went quiet. 
said when in fact positive tests have nothing to do with the actual spread of illness and nothing to do with the risk of death. Like several other scientists, doctors, and researchers, Yadon, Y-E-A-D-O-N, has pointed out that there are no excess deaths due to COVID-19. Excess. Do people die? Yeah, but you would you didn't, you know, before COVID, you didn't worry about people. Every day people die just five blocks from me in the hospital. Happens constantly. I don't get up in the morning worrying about that. Because it's part of life. And I don't I don't get all excited every morning wondering how many babies got born five blocks from me. It just part it goes on. It's the routine of life. He says, like several other scientists, doctors, and researchers, Yaden has pointed out that there is uh, no excessive deaths. According to Yaden, who has analyzed the statistics, statistics about 1,700 people die each day in UK in any given year. It's just like every day in UK, 1,700 people die. Seventeen? Did you ever worry about that? Did you get up in the morning ever in your life and worry about 1,700 people dropping dead in the UK? What, are you hardcore? You calloused? You don't care? You a hardhead? Insensitive? Many of these deaths are now falsely attributed to COVID-19, according to Yadon. I'm calling out the statistics and even the claim that there is an ongoing pandemic. It's false. He challenges anyone who doesn't believe him to seek out any database on total mortality. If you do that, you will find that the daily death count is absolutely bang on normal. In other words, if you like somebody was joking, now it's just become a big joke about people that know what's going on. They say, hey, do you notice nobody's dying of the flu anymore? <laughs> it just last year it was like 80,000 people died. Nobody even gave it a thought. People die of something. Like Hodkinson, Yaden is concerned about the fact that the laws of immunology are being completely ignored, apparently in order to fit some hidden agenda. Yaden is unwilling to guess at what might be behind the creation of these false narratives and why scientific truth is being censored, other than others have linked together evidence pointing to the pandemic being used as an excuse for the redistribution of wealth and the technocratic takeover of the whole world under the banner of the Great Reset. Do you really think we ran out of change at the same time we are having all this stuff? Coins? Honestly, people, I could punk you. If you think that, I could punk you in a heartbeat. That is the biggest crock of... When people say... When people... A ten or fifteen dollar an hour employee says, "Oh, we, all they're doing is repeating what they've been told." They don't. They probably don't even believe it. This is this involving an entire takeover of the country. He says, in short, no one in their right mind would agree to the changes that are coming which is why fear is being used as a tool to coerce compliance. What kind of changes are we talking about? Medical and financial freedom? Gone. You think you got, do you know the other day, a doctor that works at Peachtree Clinic told me, you know how you call now, you can't get a live person on the phone? 
you call a medical clinic and you get a you get an answering system and it says, "Hi, welcome to Peachtree Clinic. We are here to help you. You're now number fifty two in line. Your wait will be two hours on the phone. We will come back and tell you as your time comes close. So constantly as you're on on hold, they keep saying, "Now you're number forty nine you have approximately one hour and 10 minutes to speak to not a doctor, a receptionist, right? You may, and then you may have her go to lunch. It's a total collapse deal. So we are, we're working at glad tidings about swinging people over. Did you know that there are, I told talked about it last week. There are online medical doctors that will get to you right away and and uh, for many ailments, not just COVID, for many ailments, uh, diagnose you over over the uh, you know telemedicine, and get you a prescription over to your house. They'll send it to you. Did you know that? No waiting in line. Boom, just get it done. Don't even leave your house. You don't even feel good anyway. All right, I'm going to move on. But there's other there's other things here that are going to just blow your socks off. Okay, German lawyers. I, I saw this German lawyer, and I thought, come on, Germans, kick some rear, man. These guys have got it figured out, and they are, they are now preparing the biggest class action lawsuit in the history of the world in which they seek to prove that fraudulent PCR tests are being misused and, and engineer the appearance of a dangerous pandemic. This coronavirus or crisis according to all we know today, must be renamed a Corona scandal. And those responsible for it must be criminally prosecuted and sued for civil damages. I want them to be taken out back. If I could, I was thinking about this on the way home from the tip dinner. If I could find the guy that started this, I would shoot him myself. No problem. Wouldn't feel a bit of remorse. In fact, I would tell Jesus, I'm sending him your way. I'm done with him here. I can't, I can't do this anymore. Key questions of this German committee seeks to answer through judicial means. Is there a COVID-19 pandemic or is there only a, a polymerase chain reaction? That's PCR, polymerase chain reaction, test pandemic. That's the pandemic, the damn test. Specifically, does a positive PCR test result mean that the individual is infected? It does not. Or does it mean absolutely nothing in connection with that? The guy that created the test, unfortunately, he's dead now. But he said it means nothing. What these people are doing is they've they've uh, they've hijacked this test, and it's just a BS test. It's just BS. Number two, do do pandemic response measures such as lockdowns, mask mandates, social distancing, and quarantine regulations serve to protect the world's population from COVID-19? Or do these measures serve only to make people panic and therefore comply with liberty-eroding edicts? God bless these Germans. Kick rear over there, boy. Uh, Okay. As I discussed, uh, he mentions uh, emergency COVID-19 vaccines may cause massive side effects. 
Modern history is filled with pandemic scares, none of which have panned out and lived up to the projected death tolls. Do you remember like the swine flu, the the what the Nile virus, West Nile virus, just on and on and on and on. The technocrats in charge have had plenty of practice and COVID-19 appears to be the crown jewel of their pandemic war arsenal. Everyone has been in place. The mainstream media, big tech, key government leaders, non-government organizations, and their chosen health experts like Bill Gates. All have worked in tandem to manufacture unreasonable and illogical fear. They have scared the hell out of people. Man, I'm telling you what. There's some people traumatized by this. Oh, I get mad thinking about it. Oh, it just like ticks me off. One medical professional who now speaking openly about COVID-19 pandemic being a brazen power grab by the technocratic elite is Dr. Lee Merritt, an orthopedic spinal surgeon with a medical practice in Logan, Iowa. She delivered a speech at the Doctors for Disease Preparedness Convention in Las Vegas, Nevada, featured in how medical technocracy made the pandemic possible, in which she dissected the many fear-inducing lies we've been told about the pandemic. When you look at the actual data and statistics available and compare them to what we're being told by government officials and media, it becomes evident that there's a gulf between the two the real problem is when human societies lose their freedom. It's not usually because tyrants. I want you to really focus in on this. Please listen closely. I'm going to start start over. This is this is this is meaty. It's not hard to understand, but it's said so well. The real problem is that when human societies lose their freedom, it is not usually because tyrants have taken it away. It's usually because people willingly surrender their freedom in return for protection against some external threat. See, they created this fraud of an external threat. And people just say, oh, don't leave your house. Not a problem. Don't go to work. Not a problem. You're going to send me some money. Got you. Not a problem. Mask. No, no problem. Kids staying home. No, it's okay. Yeah, it's a threat. Big threat. Sounds threatening to me. I don't want to get COVID. Going to kill me. Oh, yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to die. I got kids to raise. Let me go on. And the threat is usually a real threat is is usually a real threat, but usually exaggerated. In other words, it is a threat. You might get a cold. That's what I fear we are seeing now. This man says the presence, the pressure on politicians has come from the public. They want action. News reporters, what are you doing? What are you doing, Trump? What are you doing? You're not doing anything. You're not doing anything. You're doing too much. You're doing too much. You're not doing anything. You're not doing. It's just constant kind of rah, 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 rah. It's like a bunch of chihuahuas nipping at his pants. They're begging for a solution. They want action. They don't pause to ask whether the action will work. They don't ask themselves whether what the cost will be whether it's worth paying how many how many suicides i was telling the rotary club yesterday i said since in tip just tip alone we don't go out on every bad call we've done 20 suicides since uh february we've done about 20 overdoses since february we don't do those kind of numbers normally we've done probably about 17 calls on depression Collateral damage from COVID. We haven't even talked about all the people that lost everything they own. 
Anyone who has studied history will recognize here the classic symptoms of collective hysteria. Hysteria is infectious. Let me say this again. You haven't been infected by corona. Corona, you have been infected by hysteria. We are working ourselves up into a lather in which we exaggerate the threat and stop asking ourselves whether the cure may be worse than the disease. I have asked that question. I have brought that up in articles. I've been talking about it. Now, I want you to listen closely to this. Anybody that's done any work in communist countries, they get this. I remember back in the day when I was a youngster, and uh, we used to, along with fire drills, we would go down and have to get under our desk. You wouldn't leave the building on a nuclear fire drill. You would actually, they would have you get under your desk and crouch under your desk. That was the nuclear gig. Well, we had those because we thought there was going to be a communist attack on the United States. And so, um, and there was all kinds of spying going on just like there is today. So Vladimir Kavachkov a former colonel of Russian military intelligence would probably agree with the assessment that the fear mongering has a purpose other than keeping us safe from a respiratory virus in the vi video, in a video, Kovachkov refers to COVID-19 as a false pandemic planned and implemented with the goal of gaining totalitarian control over a world population. He says this guy is worked. This is his business. He worked in the, in the deal of deception and defrauding people and uh, destroying their mental stability. He said it's all a lie and needs to be considered as a global strategic special operation, Kovachkov said. These are command and staff exercises of the world's behind-the-scenes powers on controlling humanity. Comparing it to military ex exercise, Kovachkov says the ultimate aim is to reduce the, the world's population to 1 billion ordinary people and about 100 million of those that will be in control with the ordinary folks being there to serve the 100 million. In short, he says, the artificially created and purposely spread, did you hear this? I'm quoting him, artificially created and purposely spread I'll say it again. Artificially created and purposely spread coronavirus has four dimensions. The first is religion and population reduction. The second is to establish political control over humanity. The third is to deflate the, hu the world economy. And the fourth is to eliminate geoeconomic competition. It's important to remember that the World Health Organization, the World Economic Forum, and the United Nations are all private corporations, yet they wield tremendous power over the governments of the world and act above the law of any given nation. Now, there's all kinds of there's mil there's all kinds of military um, personnel being moved around the United States right now. It's in addition to the Navy surrounding the United States. And the idea is that the Democrats are going to get the UN to invade the United States. I'm at the end of section three. So I'm coming right back. I'm playing you some clips I'm coming right back and keep plowing through here.
My name is Andrew Kaufman. I'm a medical doctor and board certified forensic psychiatrist. This pandemic is not a real medical pandemic. The COVID-19 vaccine is not proven safe or effective because there has not been enough time. In addition, there is not a clear definition of any new disease for which it can be tested against. There has not been a virus that has been purified or shown to be the cause of an illness. Thus, there is no target for a vaccine. However, the bottom line is that since no additional deaths have occurred in relation to a new disease, there is simply no need for a new vaccine. Hi, my name is Hilda Smets. I'm a Belgian medical doctor, and I'd like to say that a new COVID-19 vaccine is not safe and that there is no global medical pandemic. For almost 20 years, the pharmaceutical industry has been trying to develop corona vaccines, but never managed because they saw in the animal trials that there were serious side effects, autoimmune disorders, when the animal was exposed to a new wild type virus. These autoimmune disorders are comparable with the complications we have seen in some COVID-19 patients. Now, due to the excuse of a global pandemic, the pharma industry has the permission to skip the animal trials. This means that we humans will be the guinea pigs and we might get severe side effects when we are exposed to new viruses. My name is Nils Hosse. I'm a medical doctor in Bergen, Norway. The COVID-19 vaccine has not been proven safe and effective. It's a new technology and it's been tested on a few thousands of people in a few months. Please do your own research. This is not a real medical pandemic. The death rates in Norway are not higher than an average year. Dr. Elizabeth Evans, retired doctor and co-founder of the UK Medical Freedom Alliance. The COVID-19 vaccines are not proven to be safe or effective. We believe that it is reckless and unnecessary to roll out these essentially experimental vaccines that are using a completely new mRNA technology to millions of people when there is only limited short-term safety data, no evidence that they will prevent transmission of the virus and no long-term safety data to rule out late onset negative effects like autoimmune diseases, infertility and cancers. This is Dr. Mohammed Adel from United Kingdom. I am fellow of the Royal College of Surgeons of UK and consultant surgeon. I have been working for the National Health Services for the last 30 years with unblemished record. I am chairman of the Global Nigerian Organization, All Pakistan Medical Association UK, and recently we have developed World Doctors Alliance in collaboration with thousands of health professionals across the world. Recently, we had a very successful webinar, which has been viewed by millions of people across the world. I am standing for the cause of the humanity, especially in the current situation of the devastating effect due to coronavirus and its restriction imposed on the public. Many thanks. Doctors aren't allowed to question COVID-19 in public. Material containing the truth about the alleged disease and the vaccine is banned. In the last year, I've been demonized and lied about 
and a 50-year career and reputation trashed by those promoting a pandemic that never was and a vaccine that was never needed. The whole COVID-19 scam is, as I said in March 2020, the greatest hoax in history. The principle of informed consent is essential in medicine, but patients now having vaccines can't give informed consent because they aren't being informed. Thank heavens for sites such as Brand YouTube, which carry uncensored videos by doctors who've been censored or banned elsewhere. Just afraid of being attacked happens to the best of us. Don't ever forget what happened to that French actor. You know what I'm talking about? Juicy Smouillet, he's a very French, very famous French actor. Y'all never heard of Juicy Smouillet? Juicy Smouillet is an actor from France. And he became famous on a show called Empire. One night, he was in Chicago late at night and was the victim. <laughs> he was the victim of a, a racist and homophobic attack. You see, Juicy Smouillet is <laughs> gay and he is black, not just French. <laughs> oh, it was a crazy story. Apparently, when he was walking down the street late at night, two white men came out of the shadows uh, with MAGA hats on, beat him up, tied a rope around his neck, called him all kinds of niggas, and and put some bleach on him and ran off into the night. <laughs> this shit was like international news. And everybody was furious, especially in Hollywood. It's all over everybody's Twitter feed and Instagram page. Justice for Juicy and all this shit. <laughs> the whole country was up in arms. He was talking about it all the time on the news. And, and for some reason, uh, African Americans, we were like oddly quiet. <laughs> we were so quiet about the shit that the gay community started accusing African American community of being homophobic for not supporting him. What they didn't understand is that we were supporting him with our silence. <laughs> because we understood that this nigga was clearly lying. None of these details added up at all. He said he's walking down the street in Chicago and, and uh, white dudes come up to him and say, hey man, aren't you that faggot nigger from Empire? Does that sound like how white people talk? No white people. They don't talk like that. Are you that faggot nigga from Empire? They would never say that. It sounds like something that I would say.
if you're racist and homophobic, you're not even gonna know who this nigga is. You can't watch Empire. <laughs> Black people never feel sorry for the police, but this time we even felt sorry for the police. Can you imagine if you was a police veteran taking this kid's police report? Okay, Mr. Smoulier, please tell me what happened. All right, 2 a.m. You left the house at 2 a.m. It's minus 16 degrees. You were walking. You were walking. All right. And, and where were you going? Subway. Sandwiches? That's when the men approach you? Did you see them? Do you have any... Okay, what do they have on? MAGA hats! MAGA hats on in Chicago? Excuse me one second, Mr. Smoulier. Frank, come here for a second. All right, so let me finish this up here. And uh, uh, so he says, Big Tech, this is Kavachkov. Big Tech also plays an enormous role in usurping of power. The power grab probably couldn't succeed without them because the greatest threat to world would-be totalitarian rulers is, is an informed and educated public. You hear me this? You hear me say this? The greatest threat to totalitarianism is an informed and educated public. What has happened in the last several decades? There's been a dumbing down in our school system and a stripping of the school system of our Constitution, of teaching about morality, about prayer, about God, and kids simply are uh, illiterate on the important things of life. Big tech is instrumental in undermining the foundation for democracy around the world. We do not teach it in school, and it's purposeful. We have people running our education system in this country and teachers, people that are undermining the, the leaders of the teachers union are communists. I'm just telling you, you may love your English teacher. You may love that teacher that's compassionate and caring for your kids who has speech impediment. There's a lot of wonderful teachers. I, I know a lot of them. They are quality, amazing people. Great teacher, thumbs up all the right way around. God bless them. I'm telling you that the leaders of the union are communists, and they are they are going to uh, they are immoral people. They hate God. They don't believe in God, and they let me say that in what they do not believe in God, and they hate people that claim they fear God. So they, they want to eliminate the people that fear God and follow God, and they want to eliminate any discussion about God. Now, we had a demonstration the other day, a small demonstration. We didn't intend it to be that way, but just a handful of people came out. The highlight of the people in the circle, as we sang the Star Spangled Banner, 
we did the Pledge of Allegiance, and we began to discuss preserving the freedoms of our country. She told about being in communist Hungary and how when she didn't take the oath to defend communism in her high school, I want you to listen. She was socially isolated. What's social isolation mean in, in a communist country? No one would talk to her. That's like wearing a mask. No one would sit next to her. No one would visit with her at breaks during school time. Recess, we'd call it. No one spent any time with her. Teachers would not assist her. No one would talk to her. He was isolated. She was shunned. She was shamed. This is a communist technique. It's all throughout communism. I've seen it in Vietnam. I've heard I've read about it in Laos. I've seen I've heard read about it in China, Russia. It's that's what they do. It's here. You think it's coming? Mm-mm. It's here. It's right in our it's right in our community. It's being executed by Dr. Liu. Our two sheriffs are resisting it. But the the we have a health dictatorship in our community people wake up. A health dictatorship. They're coming to your door. If you get if if somebody says, "Oh, they say, oh, you're sick with, you, you tested positive. You've been around anybody? Yeah, I was around Lou Benninger. Oh, they're going to show up at my house. Well, they're not going to hang here. I'm going to blow them right off the front porch. I'll blow them right off. I'll come out there with a shotgun on those people. Don't even be, all you, 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 Sutter people, don't, 630 11th Street, you don't even want to come by here. Don't be coming by here. I don't care what you hear about it. I don't even want to see you over here. People are going to, you need to run these people off your property. Don't even open the door. I'm saying, do you got a warrant? I want to see that warrant. Don't let people in your house unless they have a warrant. They do not have a right to come in your house, inspect your house, do jack diddly without a warrant. This entire takeover is going to be run right through people like Dr. Lou. They're going to, they're going to go right around the cops. Because you can see, you just had the police, the sheriff of Riverside County say i am not going to do this i'm not going to do this and so you have various sheriffs standing up and uh making and making a statement about this so they're going to create these stormtroopers commit that that are not working under elected officials they're they're just government hacks and going to try to harass you now this is what can you do more and more people around the world are now starting to wake up to the fact that the restrictions put into place under the guise of protecting public health are here to stay. Did you hear what I said? They are here to stay, people. You are not going back to school. You are not taking off your mask. You are not going to be able to have baseball, football, basketball. You're not going to have any pro sports. It's over, baby. It is over. They're part of a much larger long-term plan, and the end goal is to usher in a new way of life devoid of our previous freedoms. This means that eventually everyone must decide which is more important, personal liberty or false security. Your call. Most people today are choosing false security. I felt like God spoke to me, and I'm not talking about I heard a voice, but I, when this first started and they said, you got to stay in your home, you got to do this, you do that, I felt like God said to me this, Lou, if they told everybody in Yuba Sutter to go down to the to the train depot and wait there and 
and get get organized in certain ways, like all the A's over here, B's over here, C's over here, D's over here, and get on trains and we're going to take you somewhere until this thing settles down. We beat the curve. Then we're going to bring you back. People would have just emptied their, walked away from their houses, throw, threw a backpack on, and uh, locked up their homes, and they'd have got on the train. I'm I'm totally confident of that. It's sad, but that's that's just where people are. They've been dumbed down. They don't know what their freedoms are. They they don't they couldn't they can't even name most of the states in the union. They can't name forget the constitution. They don't know. They can't even spell the first half of the con- word constitution. You kidding me? There's a stupidity in this country that is actually scary. Scary that people can't even just tell you what the 4th of July is about. Do you expect them to the Constitution? These people are ready for communism, folks. To derail the technocrats' plan, we have to make full use of the judicial system, which is why Fulmeck, which is the German attorney, and his team are suing to expose the fraud, put an end to the pandemic restrictions, and restore human rights. Class action suits are currently being prepared in the U.S. and Canada. I think there's a class action suit de- developing in Nevada County. And we need to start one down here in Yuba and Sutter as well. Lawsuits. This is coming to all the states. All you guys, my friends that have moved and re, re, no, no harm, no foul. You got it. You got to deal, deal with it back there before it gets out of control. Right. Even if you can open carry and all that cool stuff. Lawsuits are being prepared in Germany and the Corona extra parliamentary inquiry committee is working on that. Okay. I'm going to do that. So uh, in closing, here's a, here's a summary of suggestions. Yaden, the Pfizer guy, Yaden, and others um, put together as how you can resist. Turn off. The, listen, I'm telling you, these guys are saying the same thing I am. Turn off mainstream media news and turn to independent experts. Do the research. Read through the science. Robert F. Kennedy's book, this is Junior's, The Defender Newsletter. No, sorry, but I didn't mean to say book. Robert F. Kennedy's Jr.'s The Defender Newsletter is one reliable source for banned news. Robert F. Kennedy, just Google The Defender, Robert F. Kennedy, and get on the news list. Other sources include America's Frontline Doctors. I've been telling you about America's Frontline Doctors. It's all one word. I always forget whether it's .com or .org. Just try it. America, America's, you got to have an S on America, Frontline Doctors. And Doctors for the Truth, uh, Doctors for the Truth, in, in Spanish, it's Medicos por la Verdad. Medicos por, P-O-R, la, L-A, Verdad, B-E-R-D-A-D. Medicos, M-E-D-I-C-O-S, if, if you're more cartoon uh, to Spanish. But Doctors for the Truth, that's what that means. Uh, those That's a group of 600 doctors in Spain opposing this. Continue to counter the censorship by asking questions. The more questions are asked, the more answers will come to light. Arm yourself with, with mortality statistics and the facts on PCR testing so you can explain how and why the pandemic simply isn't a pandemic. If you are a, a medical professional, especially if you're a member of the professional society, a professional society, write an open letter to your government urging them to speak to and heed recommendations from independent experts. There's a thing called the Great Barrington Declaration. You can look it up on the Internet. You can even sign it, I think, there. There's all kinds of videos. They have a website. 
I think there are up to 30 or 40,000 people who have signed now. A lot of medical professionals sign it, calls for an end to the lockdowns, complete end, forget it. Join a group, and we're going to try to form one locally here in Yuba Sutter, to, um, and join the group so that you can have support. Examples of groups forming uh, to fight against government uh, overreach include Us For Them. It's, a, it's called Us For Them, a group campaigning for reopening schools and protecting children's rights in the U.K. Uh, these are, this is kind of a British article. COVID Recovery Group, founded by 50 conservative British MPs to uh, fight lockdowns and restrictions. In other words, there's a lot of things going on. There, there's, a constant, there's a group that's starting to form. They're encouraging groups to form to actually file constitutional lawsuits against politicians who are not doing their job. And, and, uh, and file an action against them. That's what's going on up in Nevada County. I think we're going to be working on that here, particularly as a result. We're going to, we're going to do more. We're trying to inform people. That's what this conference is coming up in mid January. And I'll have a whole list of speakers probably by this next week, uh, right before Christmas. We'll have a whole list of speakers, probably three weeks before the event. We'll have a whole list of speakers, the times, and everything in it'll uh it'll be top notch uh top notch no problem okay i want to mention uh go up here and take a few minutes to we're in our it, we got about eight minutes but i want to take a break here and, and just go and just uh mention my uh guys that keep me going here i want to also give a shout out to tanner martis uh tanner was here and worked in missions at the uh, they he lived on the Church of Glad Tidings campus and he did technology for Tread, which is a event, which is a missionary stomp dance stomp group. They're musicians and uh, dance, and they would travel in Europe and uh, go out on the public squares and uh, do ministry. Anyway, Tanner was here for a couple of years. He and his wife, and then they had a baby and moved back to Texas, which was ho- his home. But he puts together. Uh, the uh, somebody every once in a while, maybe once a month, somebody say, man, I, I really like the way who's helping you. Did you do that? Or who's helping you put this uh, show together? And I tell him, oh, it's Tanner Martis, Tanner Martis, Tanner Martis. And uh, he's the one that's putting all the uh, making things flow smoothly and, and undoing my messes and cleaning up my messes. So uh, way to go. I just want to give a shout out to Tanner and his wife and child. And uh, they're down there in Texas being near their family and uh, so he's a great guy. If you ever need a guy that to do some graphics for you or some uh, website or something, he if you get a hold of me, uh, I'll turn you on to Tanner, and he he can do it from long distance, no problem. Okay, I wanted to to uh, mention some guys that have really ma- meant a lot to me because they keep me going here, help me financially, and that's uh, Marty Hecker with elite universal security and he's right here in the yuba county area but he's located he's he's doing work all over northern california all the way up into southern oregon i think but uh, below sacramento on what all the way up so if you're if you've listened to this you're somewhere up in the north but you're not in yuba sutter you're still liable to get a job from him if you want a job he will train you so if you're a youngster maybe you just got out of high school you don't know what you're doing you could get a job as a guard with him he will train you and uh you can go on his uh, website, api-academy.com, and you could check out his school, his schooling. You can get some of it online. The rest of it you can take where he is. 
but he will he will get you going. You can reach him at 530-749-0280. If you've got problems where people are take, taking your stuff and uh, you can't keep track of your stuff, people are picking it up and walking off with it, or they're damaging your property, uh, he can help you protect your farm, your business, or uh, your house. And uh, he's, all, he's got some great ideas. In fact, I, you know, the KMYC where I did my show for years uh, was arsoned and burned down. And uh, then after it was burned down, the building was burned down. Then people tried to break into the transmission building to take all the parts out of the transmission because they, they moved to another site and, but still used the transmission lines. Well, then somebody started taking all the copper grounds off the antennas. So uh, I told the guys that are probably going to be running that operation, I said, you know, Monty, and I talked to Monty about it. He had all kinds of great ideas on how to secure that property out there where there's a lot of tweakers and uh, homeless people that are out of of their minds and looking to uh, not go to work but to uh, take what other people have produced. So if you need, need help with your security or you want to get a job, Check out Monty Hecker, EliteUniversalSecurity.com, and, uh, or call him up. Also want to mention Dave Greenitz. He, was, uh, he had five kitchens and baths. He was like, time was like running out, coming up to Thanksgiving. He promised these people that they'd have f- different, five different families. They'd have their kitchen and baths done by the Thanksgiving. Boom, they knocked it out. And plus he fit me in, and somebody threw a chair through my window. Either they were were uh, being motivated by demons, or I or I was the demon. Freaked them out too bad, so they just tossed a chair through the window. So he came over, had time to come over, jerk my window out, go take it to his shop, throw some glass in there, bring it back. They got I got these old double hung windows. You got to take them all apart. So if you want a, an amazing, he had a picture of him, and uh, he made some kind of he swore a pink. He did a, what they call a pinky swear with this woman. He had a picture of her. And him with their pinkies grabbing each other, and he swore that he was going to get her into her kitchen or bath. I think it was kitchen uh, before Thanksgiving. He pulled it off, and so she she couldn't sue him on a pinky swear. So uh, anyway, if you want to, if you want Greenitz Construction to do your job, you can check him out. You can snoop around and snoop around on his jobs by looking at Greenitz G R E E N E T Z Construction dot com. Greenitzconstruction.com or his Facebook site called Dave Greenitz Construction, and you can just see before and afters and designs and all kinds of cool stuff. Don't take my word for it. Go look for yourself and see if you don't think it's as nice as I do. If you want to dial him up old school, 530-682-9602, 530-682-9602, and he actually will probably just answer the phone, right? Just like the, it's not old school, just like the old days. And finally, the plumbing doctor, if that water's running the wrong way in your house, bad deal. Bad. Houses and water, you, water don't, doesn't do good when, houses don't do good when the water gets out from where it's supposed to be. It just mucks up everything, goose up the sheetrock. Bad. So uh, if you're getting a problem, you need to need some help fixing it you can't do it yourself or you don't have time to wrestle with it call 530-671-9111
the plumbing doctor. 530-671-9111. Okay, I want to mention also, uh, although we're running out of time for this segment, we got less than a minute or less than two minutes. We need you to sign and we need you to go get some signatures. We just, you know, say, oh, Lou, I signed, you know, get get off, get it off, you know, quit, quit beating the drum. Listen, we have till mid-March to get these signatures, and if we miss it, you're just going to kick yourself. You think, I could have got signatures. Take one of the petitions. Go to Recall Gavin 2020, 2020, the, the numbers. Recall Gavin 2020. You can print it off. You can print off a petition. Just go take it to work. Take it to your relatives. If you're going somewhere to have dinner, Five people take it and say, hey, have you guys signed? It's really easy. They're either going to tell you yes or I don't want to do it. Just wherever you go, take a petition or two and get some signatures. Listen, let's get this guy on the ballot. Let's get some alternatives and let's see if we can vote him out. Let's do it. We can do it. It's not that big of a deal. But if nobody does anything, everything is impossible. Even wonderful things are impossible. I was telling the the, the uh, Rotary Club the other day, we have a lot of great ideas in this country, but just because we have a good idea doesn't mean anything unless the right formula, right people, the perfect storm doesn't come together to pull it off. And uh, we need your help. Please, please, if you don't, if you're a, a conservative thinking person or you don't agree with the governor, please let's recall him. Go to Recall Gavin 2020. If you live in Yuba Sutter area and and for some reason you can't do that, you can't print stuff off, you don't have a printer, just just go to Monty Hecker's place at, uh, I'm going to give you the address right now, 5548 Feather River Boulevard. You can go seven days a week. You can pull in the, in the, uh, the, uh, the yard of the Elite Universal Security, walk in the office, and you'll sign it and be gone in two minutes, I promise you. Please go sign. They'll even give you petitions to take and get signed. Okay? Then you can mail the petitions in yourself, or you can just sign Monty's and be done with it. We're done with our fourth uh, segment, and we'll be we'll be playing a couple of clips here for you. So please uh, hang with us, and we'll be right back. This is me over the weekend. We got together with a bunch of people. A lot of people there I didn't know too, but that's me in the back. Such a good time. You ready to roll? Three, two, one. Good evening. It is still not safe to gather with people. You must remain in lockdown and refrain from gathering for your protection and the safety of those around you. The experts who you give your power away to estimate that it'll be safe to gather with people again in about seven generations from now. And we have many other breaking news stories for you today. In a remarkable feat, the Moderna vaccine trials have shown the vaccine to be 94% effective in preventing COVID-19 symptoms. This is just what we in the world needed to hear. Almost as remarkably, COVID-19 has been shown to be 80% effective in preventing COVID-19 symptoms. 
as 80% of infected people simply don't have any symptoms. But for the individuals who do not receive a COVID-19 infection to protect them from COVID-19 symptoms, the vaccine is looking like a powerful pathway at preventing COVID-19 symptoms for them. It's without a doubt the most reality-based breakthrough a company has ever shown on their own product. In other news, you don't know anyone who's gotten the flu or a cold since last February. Do you? Right? That's because those things don't exist anymore. Let's not think about that any further. In Japan, during October alone, there were more suicides related to the misery of the lockdowns than there were deaths from COVID in all of 2020. Experts suspect the only way to reduce the number of suicides from the lockdowns is with more strict lockdowns. This just in, officials who impose lockdowns on societies who don't want them are not held accountable for the deaths caused by the lockdowns. Experts agree schools need to stay closed indefinitely to protect our children. This year to date, there's been 127 kids under the age of 18 who have died from COVID. Yet there's been 26,333 total deaths this year. Luckily, the things that are killing 206 times more kids than COVID appear to be far less deadly than COVID and need not be worried about while we continue to worry about COVID. Even though the numbers I just read are straight from the CDC website, the fact checkers will check this video out as false information that could mislead people. Oh, and this just in. Suck it, fact checkers. <laughs> I've blacked out. Where were we? In Austin, Texas, the leader of the Communist Party, Mayor Steve Adler, told residents they must stay home in lockdown while he was on vacation in Mexico. In lockdowns, dictator Eric Garcetti has canceled everything. A very precise, nuanced strategy to use lockdowns to help kill people before a virus can kill them. Now, if there's one thing we can all agree on, it's lockdowns simply save lives. They're unquestionably the right thing to do. Though, oddly enough, the World Health Organization is now urging world leaders to stop using lockdowns. The World Health Organization's Dr. David Nabarro has said the reason for not using lockdowns anymore is because of the hunger and poverty they cause. <laughs> However, in our good medical conscience, we have to classify this doctor's medical perspective as Russian misinformation. It is appalling that Russia could even say that he said lockdowns cause hunger and poverty. In other news, The Lancet reported an estimated 265 million people will be facing acute food insecurity by the end of 2020. And it's estimated lockdowns will push an additional 150 million people into extreme poverty. It's clear that the public and the experts who are allowed to talk want more lockdowns. Facebook still has election-related posts labeled as Joe Biden is the projected winner of the US presidential election. And it's kind of making people who don't know how to not think ask, what are they trying to cover up? Well, the answer is nothing. In unrelated news, a firm that owns Dominion Voting Systems received $400 million from a Swiss bank with connections to the Chinese government before the election. However, it would be xenophobic to even question this information any further. A new study out of Denmark concludes that masks do not protect you from COVID infection. Well, Denmark, I think this guy disagrees with you. People should not be walking around with masks. Uh, no, not 
not that one. Um, play the other clip. Masks are important. Yeah, that's right. That's a face you can trust. And you can also trust this Danish study is clearly from Russia. That's it for today's news. Tune in tomorrow to update your internal software with the latest edition of Terror. Go back to sleep, America. We'll do your thinking for you. We all want to change the world. You tell me that it's evolution. Well, you know, we all want to change the world. All right, welcome back. I want to talk to you about a lady that I just I just uh, learned about. I never knew her, but some friends of mine, I think, know her very well because they've been working in the anti-vaccination uh, movement. And uh, Brandy Vaughn, her name's Brandy Vaughn, spelled V-A-U-G-H-A-N as opposed to V-A-U-G-H-N, Irish, Brandy Vaughn. She at one time worked for the top pharmaceutical industry corporations for many, many years and pushed their products and then um, began to see that the pharmaceutical uh, companies were not so much interested in health as they were selling products. And many of those products uh, had millions and millions of dollars put into research, but they still weren't right but they sold them anyway and damaged people. And she left that industry. And so this, uh, she died the other day. She's only in her forties. And I want to tell you a little bit about her. And then I want to read what she posted. Uh, and she's, uh, she did a lot of things thinking that she was going to be killed by politicians or the pharmaceutical industry. Um, and so, what I'm going to read you is kind of spooky, but I'm going to tell you a little bit about her. She said she's a well-known anti-vaccination act activist who founded a California nonprofit called Learn the Risk. You can look it up. Learn the Risk. It says she died. According to posts from multiple friends and supporters, Vaughn was known for her public stance against vaccination. Uh, she founded Learn the Vis Risk. In response to a mandatory vaccination law, she was a former Merck, M-E-R-C-K, sales representative, according to her bio on the Learn the Risk website. Her Facebook page explains, former phar pharmaceutical insider on a mission to create a healthier world, <clears throat> one person at a time by educating on the real risks of pharma, drugs, and vaccines. You can find her website uh, what I just mentioned to you. The cause of death is pending toxicology, but appears natural. Raquel Zick, public information officer for Santa Barbara County Sheriff's Office, said she said uh, she could not be more specific about the nature of the, nat of the natural cause of death. We also asked if she was asked if suicide was ruled out, and Zick responded, suicide is not a natural cause of death, which it isn't. Uh, so it looked like maybe they found her around December 8th. She had a nine-year-old boy. She was a single parent. Uh, people stress the importance of her work and tributes, and supporters considered her a whistleblower of sorts. This, this woman put her life on the line to spread the truth. Rest in peace. Thank you for what you have done for our humanity. They started to GoFundMe page to carry on her work. 
Um, uh, so she was controversial in the pharmaceutical industry because she was one of them who said, I don't want to, so I don't want to do this anymore. She accused the pharmaceutical industry of making people sick for a profit. Now that's gnarly right there. When these people are making hundreds of millions of dollars, I mean, they pay millions and millions of dollars in fines. Um, She's, she founded nonprofit organization, Learn to Risk, far, formerly called Council for Vaccine Safety, in response to the pharmaceutical industry's agenda to make and keep people sick for a profit and take away our right to, de, to, to decline medical procedures, which is going on right now in our country and in California. Take away our right to decline, decline, that means say no to medical procedures, treatments, and pharmaceutical drugs. I expose the very real dangers of pharmaceutical products and the corruption between the industry, the media, and the government. She was based out of Santa Barbara, California. Uh, From 2004 to 2015, she wrote that she was an independent writer and editing professional. Her work included freelance editing. I won't go into all that. But I want to read you what she wrote to be posted if something gnarly happened to her because she felt that something gnarly was going to happen to her. So I'm going to read you this. I've had threats on my own life, but I don't want to exaggerate that. It's just people don't like what I have to say. So they have said kind of gnarly stuff. No big deal. I don't think it was like at the level she faced. She, she wrote the post. I wish I didn't have to write. This is now posted on our Facebook page. But given certain sudden tragedies over the last couple of years, I feel it's absolutely necessary to post these 10 facts and please screenshot this for, for the record. Number one, I've never had any thoughts of taking my own life, not even once, even before I had my son. I have a huge mission in life, even when they make it very difficult and scary, I would never, in bold caps, take my life, period. Two, Bastion, B-A-S-T-I-E-N, means everything to me. I guess that's maybe your son. And I would never leave him, period. I have sole custody, and he needs me as much as I need him. I would never think of leaving him for a second. Number four, I would never, I've never been on an antidepressant, nor been diagnosed as depressed, nor believe it, don't believe it, if you have ever, if you ever hear anything like this, I've never taken a daily pharmaceutical drug and I haven't taken any pharmaceuticals in 10 years. And 10 years ago, it was one pill one day, nothing over the counter, nothing by prescription. In other words, I am not on anything that could kill me unexpectedly or suddenly. I've never done illegal drugs either. Not even once. Number six, there's no way anyone could get into my house. No robbers, no angry exes, which I don't have, by the way. No fanatical people. My house is like Fort Knox, unless it was someone super professional. It just wouldn't be possible for anyone without highly special equipment and tactics, i.e. remotely taking down my high-level security system, which they have done before, unfortunately. But my place is also highly secure in a third wired kind of way. So even if the power was out, most people could still not get in here. Number seven, if something were to happen to me, it's 
it's foul play, and you know exactly who and why, given my work and mission in life. I'm not accident-prone, and I got I had the highest health rating possible when I went through a battery of medical tests a couple of years ago for my life insurance policy. Number eight, if, if something were to happen to me, I've, I've arranged for a close group of my friends to start a GoFundMe page to hire a team of private investigators to figure out all the details. In parentheses, I have a team and have passed the information on to them. Oh, and money for a PR firm to make it national news. There would be a press release sent to every journalist in the country and more. It would not be swept under the rug, and it would be their worst nightmare. Nine, there have been many um, on this mission or a similar one that would have that have been killed. There have been many that have been killed. And it's time this this BS stopped. The darkness cannot win. Number 10, I will never stop speaking out for those who no longer can, even if from the other side, where I imagine I would be far more powerful. I have a team of angels surrounding me every step of the journey, but prayers of protection and love are always appreciated. That's what Brandy Vaughn wrote, uh, thinking that somebody might want to end her life and not sure that that happened, but she just up and died, and I think she was 47 or 48, something like that. Pretty young woman and uh, in the top health. But as they say, anything can help. There's no guarantees, and anything can help. I'm just looking if there's anything else she said. But I think some of the Freedom Angels actually worked with, with Brandy Vaughn, and I'm interested to meet up with them and find out what happened, what they think happened. Uh, Toby Rogers, Ph.D., said, I'm devastated by the death of Brandy Vaughn. Her Learn the Risk stickers on my car, and I have her, I have her Learn the Risk stickers on, are on my car, and I pass out cards wherever I can. She was a soldier revolutionary who saved thousands of lives. Now she's a martyr. Future generations will remember her sacrifice and re revere her name. Um... Uh, Pretty incredible. Vaughn's last Instagram post was about fl flu shots. <laughs> uh, she says, flu shot label admits no data that the shot decreases the flu, she wrote. At least one flu shot maker admits that there is no evidence that getting a flu shot decreases your risk of getting the flu, but the list of side effects from the toxic flu shot is long. That post came just a day before she died, so she hasn't posted in almost uh, a year, then post two days ago, and now she's dead. So that's, that's that. I want to go up, and I want to talk about um, Eric Swalwell. And where is he? I've got him here somewhere. Uh, here we go. Okay, I think. Let me just scroll back up and get out in the middle of my middle of my gig here. See if I can find it. The greatest hoax. Where's that? The greatest hoax. So I still need to go up. Okay, getting close. Here we go. So Eric Swalwell, he's a Californian. California. Uh, congressman. That means he go. He's in the U.S. Congress. 
House of Representatives. And Swalwell ran for president briefly against Donald Trump. And Swalwell, after he dropped out of the race because he just couldn't get any uh, momentum from the public, he was an incessant uh, attacker com complaining that Trump definitely colluded with the Russians. I mean, he just went nuts. And uh, he just always was n very negative in any time you saw him in the media. Very, very negative. I thought, man, this guy is gnarly. This guy hates Trump. So I don't know whether you've followed this or not, but the Chinese have had a kind of a, a credit card to spy on us because we have a lot of freedom here and we just allow a lot of people to come here. So whether whether they called they created Confucius centers on the major universities where they watched watched their own students while they were behaving themselves, or they were they gave these universities a a, a tip of two hundred fifty thousand dollars to start a Confucius center, and then they then they would speak to the university any time they had a speaker coming to the university that was anti Chinese or criti critical of the Chinese. They would say, hey, remember, we are investing in your universities, so we'd appreciate it if you didn't have that speaker. They went in and bought up a lot of Hollywood um, movie companies, and they let the Hollywood writers know that they really appreciated it if they didn't show anything that was critical of China. On and on and on it goes, and finally they started paying off politicians. Some have suggested both Governor Newsom and Governor Kemp of Georgia have been getting a lot of money from the Chinese, and that's why they made huge masks and PPE, personal protective uh, equipment, from the Chinese. And it's usually sub-quality uh, stuff. There's lots of Chinese spies in the country. They just arrested a few back east. They were supposed scientists, uh, but they were hacking into all kinds of uh, sensitive computer programming. And uh, stealing stuff and taking it to, uh, in fact, one of the top chemists for Harvard, uh, a white guy, not a Chinese, was was uh, arrested, and I believe he's in jail still. So uh, it's out of hand. The, the The FBI, compromised and corrupt FBI, has actually said that every single day they're opening up new cases of infiltration and corruption by the Chinese in our country. So in this case, what happened was Swalwell has now come out that he was compromised by a Chinese agent, a female, a very attractive female, a very young female, um, and I call her uh, Beijing Betty. And Beijing Betty, although she went by the she went by a couple, I think it was Rachel Fang. Was it Rachel Fang? And or Fang Fang as a short. And she's very attractive. And uh, so the story is that uh, she was uh, wooing Swalwell with sex. Swalwell's married. He has children. Uh, she bundled cash, political cash for him. Uh, she, she planted interns in his capital staff. And she was having an affair with him. 
And uh, she's all, also was having sex with other people in the country, other key leaders in the country. And then all of a sudden, when I think she was being found out, uh, she disappeared. Nancy Pelosi, the head of the uh, the head of the House of Representatives and the head of Swalwell, knew all about it. This is at the same time that the uh, the Chinese spy was the chauffeur for twenty years of Dianne Feinstein, who was a personal friend of the president of China. Just never did figure that out. This thing got so out of hand that the Secret Service or the top security people in the country had to talk to Swalwell about it and who she was because she had told they were like dating. This married congressman was dating a Chinese gal that was a spy for China. So now people are calling for not only, sw well, first of all, let me add one little <laughs> very juicy piece of information. He is on the top intelligence committee in the United States of America, where those, the people on that committee in our Congress, know information that the general politician does not know. It says here, uh, there are so many people that are out there in a counterintelligent type of operation trying to, to focus to steal America's best. But when we know about one, we've got to make sure that we bottle that up, put it aside, and make sure it doesn't ever happen again. And there's an ongoing systemic vulnerability that Nancy Pelosi is putting us in that doesn't need to be need to be there. So Jason Shavitz, who used to be a congressman out of Utah, he's asked that Swalwell be removed from the classified position on this uh, his intelligence committee, which they the most highly secured and sensitive information protecting the people of the United States of America. But he's sleeping with the Chinese spy. Kevin McCarthy, House Minority Leader, has called for Representative Eric Swalwell to be removed not only from the committee, but removed from Congress following allegations that he was involved with a suspected spy. Involved meaning he was having sex with her. So... Uh, Yesterday, the, this same periodical report on a widespread effort by China to infiltrate people at the top of America's. Now, what's happening here? There was a video, and I watched it, and it was translated, so you could had a English byline, I guess you call it, uh, and it was talking about this professor in China was just even though he was being recorded, he was being very bold. He said, we have taught the top people. We have top people planted throughout the United States of America. These guys got our number. We're at the end of uh, session five. We got one more 15-minute clip. 
or 20 minute clip and then we'll uh, we'll call it a night. So we'll be right back. Media continues to ignore claims of election fraud. One millionaire has set out to prove their cover-up in support of the truth. One America's Chanel Rion reports. Patrick Byrne, founder and former CEO of Overstock.com, has long considered himself a libertarian tech entrepreneur. Byrne now finds himself more than entrepreneur. He's on a mission to save the republic from a deadly virus, widespread machine and software election fraud. He's doing this by funding a niche group of experts, and the Trump legal team has been listening. You've put together a group of individuals who are trying to crack down on the fraud that is Dominion. Tell us more about what you've been doing. Yes. Well, I, I'm, I funded a team of hackers and cyber sleuths and other people with odd skills. We've been on this since August. Uh, one side story to be pursued someday is this, the DHS was warned of all this 
in August and September. Mm. We tried very hard and it was all crammed down. And I mean from high levels. The experts Byrne is funding is an elite cybersecurity team that has been hired by the state of Texas to investigate a series of irregularities in the Dallas elections of 2018. The team consisted of members with backgrounds in military intelligence and federal law enforcement. Byrne says the election irregularities in Dallas 2018 was rooted in Dallas's use of Dominion voting machines. This group has been on Dominion's trail over two years. I've been up there since with them since August and expanding and, and, and funding further and deeper investigations. So we really, I felt, kind of had the answer when everyone woke up November 4th and saying what happened. We couldn't quite believe we couldn't get anyone to listen to us. Their findings include a detailed list of impossibilities, Dominion machines processing more ballots than is physically possible, real-time data showing Biden vote dumps that are statistically impossible, and dozens of backdoor ways in which votes by the thousands could be changed, manipulated, or deleted. When you get talking about, you know, thousands of votes in a row for one candidate, just to give you, uh, just to give you the mathematical odds against it, if you're talking about a group that has a 96% affinity for Biden, so imagine we're talking about very heavily Biden ward, right. The chance of having 100 votes in a row for Biden, if, it's not, if the chance of every vote is 96% for Biden, the chance you would have 100 in a row is about 1.6%. The chances you would have 1,000 in a row goes to, it's about a, quadr um, like a couple quadrillion to one. And the chances that you would have the kinds of numbers we were seeing, where there were places where there were tens of thousands of votes in a row for Biden, the chances of are quadrillions and quadri quadrillions of quadrillions against that could ever happen in nature. You didn't necessarily vote. You did not vote for Donald Trump. You are a libertarian. That's correct. And you are doing this. Why? I've never voted Republican or Democrat in my life. This is about the Constitution. These are goons. If we lose. This moment, the Constitution's done. We're never back. We're never have a free election again. I've spoken to your, your guys behind the scenes. They're very, uh, they seem very knowledgeable and they've pulled incredible data. Are you seeing a clear pattern between the major swing states in this regard? It's more than a clear pattern. We know exactly what happens. It's just a matter of how quickly can we get it all built up and explained and such, but it's absolutely clear. There's no, there's no, there's no shades of gray about this. Byrne says the election was 100% rigged and it's not just real-time data proving this. We have more than uh, the data. We have the data, we have hundreds of affidavits. We have been, we've also have people gathering and, and organizing that effort. And we have the, the analysis of the equipment itself. So that's really the three buckets and we're getting it out. We're first feeding it to, uh, you know, the, the, those who want it, which are basically uh, Sydney's and Rudy's people. I want to emphasize we're not on either team. We're, we're independent. To that end, Byrne, as a free agent, has been feeding his group's intel and findings to any group who can use it in court against Dominion. It's supporting anyone who wants the data. And I'm putting it up on my own website, which is called Deep Capture. Mm -hmm. I'm putting these different stories and facts and write-ups on there, so anyone can go there and find them. But this isn't even close. I want to assure people that this isn't even close. If you could freeze time and let this all play out through the courts, what would be exposed is 100% clear this whole thing was rigged.
So it's it's interesting that Swalwell was on both committees that uh, went after the president to impeach the president. He said, I've been a critic of the president. I've spoken out against him routinely. So he's now blaming that on all this publicity. So this uh, Fang Fang, or what I call Beijing Betty, she got chummy with lots of people. And she got lots of information by sleeping with them and becoming friends with them and actually even offering interns to work in Swalwell's congressional office. Uh, so Swalwell maintains he's going to keep his seat, not only in Congress, but on that House Intelligence Committee. You think Biden's going to remove him? Oh, by the way, did you hear that? Uh, you, did you notice that that Hunter Biden, who with his father are criminals and have been ripping off the United States for years and taking money from foreign countries and violating all kinds of laws. But right before the election, did you, you realize that no social media platform would do any Hunter Biden exposure, nor would the big mainstream media cover any, negative Hunter Biden stuff. However, now when the deep state feels that Biden's will are going to win the justice department, deep staters are leaking daily scum on Biden. And the idea is they're undermining Joe Biden. So Kamala Harris will be the next president of the United States because it will be so dirty that they were unable that they were unwilling to bring out before the election so Trump could uh lose uh combined with the fraud of the election but they didn't want any more fight you know they didn't want to have to do any more fraud than they needed to do so they wanted Biden to get plenty of votes so they stopped the exposure our own government deep staters stopped the exposure and the technocrats the big tech Facebook Google, Twitter, on and on, Instagram, et cetera, et cetera. They stopped any reporting on Hunter Biden uh, to give his dad a best chance of being president. Now they are going to expose Hunter Biden as a dirtbag, and uh, that will take down his father and then open the door up for Kamala Harris to be the next president of the United States. Uh, this one article says, does anyone ever notice that the Chinese spies seem to always attach themselves to Democrats while simultaneously attacking Republicans? So I mentioned earlier uh, the connection between the Feinsteins and uh, the president, the current president of the uh, of China, who used to be at one time when they became real chummy with him. They started out a relationship. He was the mayor of Shanghai. But they have uh, it's opened up a lot of investment opportunities for the Feinsteins in China. So it's interesting that it would be interesting to know who recommended this Chinese chauffeur that actually took care of Diane Feinstein for 20 years. And hardly anybody, even the Republicans, didn't even make a big deal about that. Finally, the security people went in and told Diane Feinstein, who was... I, I, she's like 40 breaths from the grave already. It's just like, 
Unbelievable. It's just unbelievable. This is so true that there's all kinds of corruption. And uh, it says China is targeting Democrats for cultivation and targeting Republicans with attacks. When your greatest security, national security threat, sees Democrats as sympathetic and GOP as the enemy, that should tell you all you need to know. Should tell you all you need to know. All right. So that's Eric Swalwell. And I don't know what he must be down in the L.A. area, I think. I just I don't. I don't think I have his. His uh, I don't have it listed here, his service area, what his district is. But you can look that up if you just, well, actually, I can Google it, but I'm running a little out of time right now. Let's just, let me see if I can just pull it up. I'll just Google Eric Swalwell and just see what pops up. Surprise, let's see what happens. Eric Swalwell, okay, we'll just, it's thinking because I have weird AT&T over here. Okay. Eric Michael Swalwell is an American politician serving the U.S. Rep- representative for California's 15th con- congressional district since 2013. Oh, he's right down here in the Bay Area. He's in my backyard. He's a member of the Democratic Party. His district covers most of eastern Alameda County and part of central Contra Costa County. Look out. This guy's right down the road. Two, two hours from me. His, his wife is Brittany, Brittany Watts. Married her in 2016. That boy was dipping. He was like banging old Beijing Betty while he was running with Brittany. That is cold, man. That is cold. It, he was just like getting married to her and he was doing the Chinese gal. That is like gnarly. 40, oh, amazing. Okay, went to University School of Law. Got a couple children. Wrote a book called Endgame, Inside the Impeachment of Donald J. Trump. Wrote a book about it. Parents, Vicki Swalwell, Eric Swalwell, kids, Eric Swalwell, Catherine White Swalwell. Mr. Swalwell's a Bay Area Democrat. And he, see the Democrats, man, the Chinese are down in the Bay Area big time. Thick as thieves down there. Working Feinstein. I bet they're all up in, up in uh, Pelosi's business as well. well. Let me get back on track here and see what's shaking. See what else I can talk to you about for a minute. I got about 12 minutes left. Uh, Did you see that Biden is so goofed up? I feel bad for him for a second. Then I just feel like, ugh. He picked Xavier Becerra, our attorney general, who is a total crook, a crook. And he, Biden picks him for his his, uh, health department. He's for his cabinet member over health, the health of the country. 
But Sarah couldn't spell health. He doesn't know anything about health. He's just an attorney and a criminal one at that. A left, big left-wing attorney. Loves Planned Parenthood. Baby, this guy, this guy, if you if you expose Planned Parenthood for selling body parts, the dude will put you in prison. That's what kind of guy this guy is. He is like he never found he never heard of a baby he wouldn't cut the head off of. This guy is gnarly, man. Let me see if I can find this guy. Uh, oh, by, by the way, you know this PPP money, this you know protection of the check money the government is giving. You can actually apply to forgive. If if you want the loan to be forgiven, you're still struggling, you know, after a few years. Do you know that super, you know, Gavin Newsom said on his income tax return, he made almost a couple million dollars, right? In income. And uh, this guy. Oh, let me get up here so I can speak intelligent about it. I, I'm, I can't. I'm scrolling here as fast as I can. Says companies that are part of this group founded by Governor Newsom. In other words, there's a number of companies that are all under one umbrella. Got $3 million in PPP loans. Now, you think these wealthy people couldn't go it alone? Do you know that Tom Brady, who used to quarterback the uh, New England Patriots, who is a bazillionaire, right? He got nearly a million dollars on PPE loans because he's got a supplement company, and then he turned right around and bought a multi-million dollar yacht. You think these people aren't scamming? You think, oh, I, oh, I love Tom Brady. Oh, he's a great guy. The guy's a crook. These people are are they just suck? They just suck on the tit of government. People are dirty. Says at least eight companies partially owned by Gavin Newsom collected. Millions of dollars from the Paycheck Protection Program. You know, there's people in this town. I just talked to a couple people that applied for small business loans and paycheck. Got nothing. Got no help. Got nothing. And yet, Gavin Newsom, uh, Plump Jack, one of his, the Plump Jack group, received up to $350,000 worth of loans. Newly released data, SBA. My friend tried to get an SBA loan. They they just said no. We're not gonna. We can't. We're gonna turn you down. My friend that's getting sued by Gavin Newsom. They turned him down for an SBA loan, and did And they said, "Well, I want to know why you turned me down. Can't tell you why. Just can't tell you why. You just got to know the right people, right? So the Plump Jack business include wineries, bars, and restaurants. Isn't that something? All these places around town got shut down, but his didn't. Received more than eight times that that one amount. They got th- nearly three million altogether. Wi- wineries, bars, and restaurants. Unbelievable. Un- and he just they don't bat an eye. According to one uh, SBA data released, the company one company received a loan of nearly a million dollars on April fourteenth, two thousand twenty. You know, his winery stayed open. He shut down the rest of them. Can you, um, any of this bother anybody out there? Or just like, oh, well, you know, that's what they do. We're fine with it. We're just going to go on with our life. Go home, drink a Budweiser. 
it's unexpected for a 14 employee organization to get it's unexpected for a 14 employee organization to get nearly a million dollars said Sean Moulton a senior policy analyst with project on government oversight pogo <laughs> it's just like around and around it just keeps on going the average number of employees retained for every California winery that received more than $900,000 is 148. You know, on and on. It just, here's the problem. We expect stuff to be logical and make sense. Those days are gone. This thing is a cash-in, rip America off, take, you know, steal from the taxpayer Left and right, as soon as you're reaching into one pocket, they're over in the left. You're just always one, two pockets behind. They are screwing you and screwing me left and right. Does it seem odd to you that you can you can get in trouble for using a str- plastic straw? But there's lots of crimes that they don't even care about. Drunken public, peeing in public, uh, just you know they don't in fact i got it i don't even have time i don't think i have time to go into it but uh, attorneys aren't just pressing there are lots of businesses they're not even pressing charges lots of crimes are not even pressing charges anymore they just got eh, it's no big deal yeah drunken public under the influence small amounts of drugs no big deal no big deal so, but yet, uh, if you uh, you're outside after curfew, you're you're outside. You're supposed to be inside. You're not wearing a mask. You know, you're not doing this. You get, they'll kick you off an airplane, jerk you around, tell you that that's a state law. Pilots will actually tell you it's a state law. They did it on the plane I was flying from Las Vegas to Sacramento. Said it was a state law in both Nevada and just people making up stuff. It's unbelievable. I'm just seeing if there's anything else I want to tell you about this plump. Jack Baloney, what a ripoff this guy is! A total ripoff. They they know every free loophole they can stick their hand in and grab a big handful of cash out, and put it in their pocket. So Becerra, you know, uh, uh, Biden picks Becerra, and somebody told him I haven't seen the clip. They probably pulled it down, but the guy couldn't even say his name. Now you would think that a man could say your name but things are just it, it's absurd they will have the president the future president possibly of the united states stand up there and he can't even talk and they will cover for him they probably removed that so it makes him look better but somebody told him he called called becerra bacoro <laughs> it just i thought you maybe he called him bracero you maybe they thought they named the bracero program in california which was a work program for mexicans Coming, you know, allowing them to come in the United States and work. But, uh, you know, I'll give you an example here. So Soros, George Soros, he's the brother of Paul Soros, who gave Dr. Fong Lu here in our area of $100,000 to go to medical school. And she's turned out to be a real Soros babe. Uh, she's probably just one step away from old Beijing Betty. But, uh, Anyway, it says California is making more and more activities criminal while decriminalizing things national, rational societies have always considered crimes. For example, 
plastic straws, Coca-Cola for children. Did you know? I didn't know Coca-Cola for children was against the law. Huh. Plastic straws, Coca-Cola for children, and standard capacity gun magazines are all illegal in the Golden State. Shoplifting? Eh, it's okay. As long as you need whatever you're in stealing for. You know that some judges are saying we're not going to prosecute stealing unless we can prove that uh, it's actually uh, the person didn't do it out of a great need. So we have a new attorney, District Attorney George Gascon, G-A-S-C-O-N. Los Angeles County's newest head prosecutor. He was financed by George Soros. <clears throat> and uh, as of Tuesday, many misdemeanor cases will be declined or dismissed prior to arraignment unless factors for considerations exist. The list of offenses include trespassing, no big deal, disturbing the peace, nah, not going to do that. Minor possession of alcohol, min a minor in possession of alcohol, driving without a license, driving with a suspended license, making criminal threats, drug and paraphernalia possession, being under the influence of controlled subject, public intoxication, loitering to commit prostitution and resisting arrest. No big deal. In other words, you can beat up a cop, right? You can resist arrest, flaunt your issues with authority, and not be prosecuted. Just don't use a plastic straw or violate a stay-at-home order. That could really get you in trouble. Of course, the police aren't happy about this, but who really cares? They don't care about the police. They think they're part of the problem anyway. All right, we got a, we just got about two minutes left. So I'll just say it again. It's uh, heads up. Uh, we'll post uh, Glad Tidings. will post on their website, churchofgladtidings.com, about the upcoming conference. I I I had a, the name of it, but I couldn't figure out what platform I got it from. Whether it was, I don't know, one of these things they send you, different sources. There's a name for it. It's. Uh, January 15th, 16th, 17th, that, that's, that's where it looks like it's going to be Friday, Saturday, Sunday. The beef of it will be Friday night, Saturday, all throughout the day. And there'll be multiple speakers, and they are going to be juicy. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be rocking and rolling out there. And uh, be very, very, you know, it'll be easy, easy to do, and quality, and food, coffee, Free coffee. We'll get take care of you. Plus the super duper coffee. You can pay a little bit for if you want. So that's coming up. That should be of interest to you. Um, I'm going to probably make some announcements of forming some sort of a committee together to sue and probably pursue legal action against the supervisors in both Steuben Sutter counties and maybe the city council who are not defending the Constitution and basically are. Uh, derelict in their duties how about that derelict in their duties so if anybody has a good head on their shoulder i don't want people on there that are uh hustlers or spy type people for the other side or people that uh, don't know what they're doing i'll put it simply i want people that are really sharp people that are going to work their rears off and fight for the country okay so i'm going to call it a night 
and uh, or a day, however you're doing it, and uh, we'll, we'll get this sent off to Texas so Tanner Mar- Martis can make sense of it all. And I hope you have a good uh, week and uh, stand up for your liberties and rights. Tell people don't need that mask. I tell people I'm a free breather. I told the county clerk I got to go sign a document for them. And uh, I said, well, I said, uh, they said, you got to make an appointment to come to the county clerk. It's amazing to me. They get paid fantastic money. Got to make an appointment to come to the county clerk. You can't just walk in anymore. See that? The government is is making you jump through all kinds of hoop to get their services. And, And we're forced. They're forcing to take they take the money away from us by force. So they say to me, Lou, you got to come over this this document you signed. They botched the document. I didn't. It was botched by other people. So now I have to re-sign it. And uh, so can you come in? Uh, you have to make an appointment. I say, well, fine. How about masks? you got to wear a mask. I said, I'm not a mask wearer. So how, how, is there another way? Well, we can meet you in the parking lot. I said, okay, let's meet in the parking lot. I never could make an, an appointment. So tomorrow I'm going to try to make an appointment. And they're going to send a worker out in the park. Is this is this totally stupid? This is nothing. Has nothing to do with health. Has everything to do with harassment, mental harassment. That's what this is about. It's making you jump through hoop after hoop after hoop till they wear you down, and you just give in. You just feel like give in. Okay. God bless you, and uh, do something good for somebody. We're so glad to see so many of you lovely people here tonight. We would especially like to welcome all the representatives of Illinois' law enforcement community who have chosen to join us here in the Palace Hotel Ballroom at this time. We certainly hope you all enjoy the show. And remember, people, that no matter who you are and what you do to live, thrive, and survive, there's still some things that make us all the same. You, me, them, everybody. Sugar to kiss.